Internets, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by Bevel, the premier shaving system for people who have coarse and curly hair, basically melanated people. But hey, Bevel doesn't discriminate. If you got that coarse, curly hair, or if you're looking for the smoothest shave you've ever had in your life, go to getbevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Punch in the promo code COMBAT, like me, Combat Jack, to get 20% off all goods. Everybody that I know who's gone to Bevel loves the product. Listen to these testimonials. Go online, particularly on Twitter. Shout out to Tristan Walker for creating such a fabulous, fantabulous, marvelous product for the community. Go to getbevel.com, punch in promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, 20% off, and now back to the show. Hey, yo, check it out. This rapper Big Pooh, and this is a Loudspeakers Network production. Internet, you're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. What's up, Premium? What's going on, Combat? Man, I got to apologize to all the internets for not putting up a show last week. I know. I mean, we've been gunning so hard, running so hard, and then, you know what the problem is? Mm -hmm. All four of my fucking kids are home for spring break. God damn it. And, you know, it's, 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 it's between all four of them and then trying to get a guest and this and that, I just couldn't do it. Driving you nuts. So I took a week off internets. I apologize. You know, Combat Jack Show has been holding y'all down for five summers. We're about to jump into the sixth summer. So fuck with us. You know, we got it. We got some guests in here. We got some representatives from SoundCloud in the building. I don't know why they're here. I think the top office kind of sent them down here just to make sure that we keep things PC, non-racial, and whatever. Pete, I'm, listen, Pete I, no racialist shit today. No, 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 no. I, listen. I, I hope this is the death of racist Pete. Racist Pete is just a fictional character. No, Racist Pete is very real, no, bro. No, no, no. Racist Pete racist is very Pete real. Is I don't want to get into character. it. But hold up. SoundCloud is friends of ours yes, now. Yes, yes. friends. Listen, we're making friends with SoundCloud. SoundCloud, welcome to the Combat Jack Show. Listen, internets. It's been a while, man. I, I see your tweets. I've been seeing your tweets. The demand has been here for this episode. And I've wanted this brother on this episode for a very, very long time. Without further ado, let's welcome to the Combat Jack Show, Big Rapper Pooh. No, Rapper Big Pooh. Either way, it no, works. Let me ask you something, man. What's up? Chit -chit. What's the exact way you say it? Is it because I get confused? Is it rapper big pool? Rapper big pool. Why so complicated, man? That's not complicated. That's pretty simple. Rapper, big pool. Big pool. We know it's you're a, a it's rapper. A, it's another big pool out there, man. From from the West Coast. I don't know where he's from. Right, I, kinda, I just I, saw it on my sound exchange statement where they gave me some of his money one time. Okay, so rapper yeah. big pool. I mean, rapper I know this, but the, you know the pressure's on, so I'm fucking up Definitely. a little bit. No, rapper big pool, man. No. Uh, big Pooh, rapper Big Pooh. You, you can say you can say Big Pooh, man. Yo, he's a rapper and he's big. It's okay. We, we, we established the rapper part yes, now sir. here, so you can just say Big Pooh. Pooh. That can works I call as you well. Pooh? That works as well. Listen, Pooh man, money. I, 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 I'm a big fan. Thank you. Um, I've said it before, particularly on the Knife Wonder episode, that um, I remember when I left the music industry in, in, in 2004, I was done with the music industry. I hated the music that was coming out of the, the big labels, um, and I discovered online you know the 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 internet's and the, and the and the blogs and the whole nine and and that's when I discovered two acts that that I want to say really changed my life. First act was MF Doom, and the second act was Little Brother. The shit was so refreshing. It gave me new hope in music. It made me a fan again because I was so turned off, man. So I really got to thank you man, for that. Thank you, man. That's big. That's that's a big compliment, man. Whenever 
whenever somebody says, you know, we help them come back to hip hop, like that's that's huge. In a sense, y'all are kind of like a part of the Combat Jack DNA. This is when I was forming this this persona. Nice. So so I really got to thank y'all for that. Can man. I get a piece of the check though? Uh, no. Okay. No sir. I, I, I had <laughs> to ask. No, sir. You had to ask. It was not negotiated. But also, <laughs> I really got to thank you. Secondly, for for the support that you've been giving us, man. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan first of whatever you know. What I mean, music, you know, this show, you know, I'm a fan first. So I never lose the fact that I'm a fan, even though you know I'm an artist. I still make sure other people know what I'm a fan of because they all want to know anyway. Right. So I gotta let them know. Right. I mean, I'm always humbled, man, when when an artist that I respect respects my shit, man. Like that that shit is so cool. Hey, when you when you ask the questions, man, that's what it's about. You know, you don't come on it's not about being friends. You ask them questions. Yes, sir. That people wanna, you know, I wanna know the answers to this if yes. you ask them questions. So put people in the box. You know well, what I mean? Now I'm I'm in a little bit of a box right now because I know I've read somewhere you had this very poignant post on Facebook that said that I you saw really you like that today. Hate being <laughs> asked same questions and in interviews now you help me out with this also because i'm not going to ask you the same questions okay uh the reason why you're here al- although this has been uh something that's been in the planning for for, for years now is i really love your fucking ep that thank you just you, dropped man. man thank you thank you You know words paint pictures thank you once again like i didn't see it coming <laughs> is that a pause it's a pause yeah i didn't, I didn't see it coming and i'm not saying i didn't see it coming from you i just didn't expect it so, so when when I heard that we booked you as a as a, as a guest, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the record just recently came out, yep. I, I put it in my my earphones, and I was like, oh shit, this is this this shit is brilliant. A lot of, but thank you, one. But uh, a lot of people didn't see that type of EP right. coming. Uh, you know, I, that's not something I normally do is talk about a lot of social issues and things of that nature. I normally keep it personalized. I mean, even though it's some personal stuff in this, it's my personal feelings. But I keep it more about things I going I'm going through or been through. So for this, I just wanted, it was just, I felt it was time for me to really say something. And a Facebook post wasn't going to cut it. 140 characters on Twitter don't cut it. So this was my chance to say it. And by me putting it on record in my art, it's here forever. That's dope, man. So what we're going to do tonight is what we usually do when somebody drops great music. We're going to have an in-studio listening session. I want to play. Nice. I want to play the records. Okay. Um, on air. Um, I want you to talk about the records. Okay. I'll ask you some questions about the records. Samir, you're in my way. Samir, our engineer is in the building right now. And he's standing right in between me. Samir. Samir, do me a favor. Get the fuck up something. out of the way. Is that a cigarette burn on your neck? No. Is that a hickey? No, it's not. What no, it's the not fuck is that on your neck? Ebola? Huh? Mike stand clipped my. Mike's. When did that happen? South by Southwest. South by Southwest. Who are you, who are you gonna sue? Nobody. You nobody. gotta sue somebody. That man. shit looks like. Combat, that, like I'll a, be honest with you. That shit don't like even a look like a mic stand. That it shit looks like some fucking like you, you got some type of fucking shit in that shit. No, it looks like a cigarette brand. But let's let's not digress. <laughs> Dude, stay away from us, actually. Cool. So we're gonna we're gonna go through and play your your, okay. your, your album. Let's go. Uh, and I want to talk about the creative process. And and if I do ask you questions that that are repetitive or that other people have asked you before. My apologies in advance. Ah, uh, don't worry, man. I know how to answer. I'm a professional. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I want to talk about, first and foremost, the, the cover art. Okay. The cover art is, is amazing. The cover art is a is a cart- like kind of like a cartoon a draw image um, of a young man. Young man. Uh, young king. Uh, handcuffed to the back. Yep. Shoe off, one shoe off. Yep. His back riddled with bullets. Yep. Talk about that, man. Um, well, first, got to give props to uh, the artist, Tobias Rose. Uh, he does Tobias a lot of, is doing his thing with that, man. He does a lot of my artwork, man. Um, 
But when I gave him, when I told him, you know, kind of what the, the EP was about, I gave him just a synopsis of what it was about. I just let him go do his, we, I call him Nelson, you know, like Nelson from Boomerang, because he, he's the guy who will just always go, you want him on five, he'll go to ten. Right. So he came back with the with a sketch of it, like, yo, I, I was really feeling what you were saying, and, 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 and so this I did this. And then he changed the sketch like three times until we got the, the actual piece of artwork now. And we were just sitting and talking about it. And he was like, yo, I put the crown on them because we're kings. We're leaders. Everybody takes from us. They take style. They take everything from us. So I put the crown on them to represent that. Of course, he's a black male. Then we put him on his back and handcuffed to represent a lot of what's going on, you know, currently what was bubbling over. And then we well, put what's the, been going on. It's been going on. Right. For, for But what's bubbling to the surface what's bubbling right now. to the surface right. now. And then so that's why we we ended up putting the bullet holes and he only had like two or three. And I was like, no, put more. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many exactly bullet holes are in this young brother's back? I, I think it's like seven. OK, but but, you know, I, I say you got to put more. You, you got to put more bullet holes in the back. Um, didn't want to make it look like a Uzi shot, him, right. but definitely more bullet holes just to show how life is being taken from us and um, how relentless, relentlessly taken from us. Yes. So he did the piece. And when I saw it, I was like, perfect. Like even that's why on the cover is nothing there except for the title. And it's the dark, picture. but it's also very bright, exactly. and very clear and simple. So you know exactly what it is. Now, what I'm distracted by, what I'm curious by is what's the deal with his shoe being off his foot? That's just the detail, man. Okay. That's, like he it. got blasted so hard that is that is. Yeah, it's, it's no, it's no, it's no, you know, nothing, no backstory behind. It. It's just the detail. Well, for it the, could for have been. It piece. could have been that he was running and one shoe fell off because it, I mean that happened. It's kind of hard to run because he had his hands hung handcuffed. Well, you could run. I mean, look that. No, he could have ran before getting cuffed, right? Mm. And then shot. Okay. Yeah. But I do want to say uh, this: when we're you getting was, too forensic right now, go ahead, Pete. No, when you were speaking about like how you opened up and you haven't done that before in this EP. How therapeutic has that been for you to do that? You know what I mean? Uh, it's always therapeutic. Um, you know, when, you, when you're able to really get stuff off of your chest that, uh, you know, get feelings off of your chest. I mean, because I don't care who you are or, or how detached you try to be from these things. You can't be that detached because it could be you. You know, when you're a young black male, it could be you. So... You can try to turn up and do all type of stuff to distract yourself. But at the end of the day, every time you walk out that house, it could be you. So frustration, just you you can't but help be frustrated. Now, now I read somewhere that you started recording this album last year. Yep. You recorded one song and then Ferguson popped off and then it changed the entire direction. Yeah. Yeah. Of this, of this EP. Yeah. That song didn't. It had nothing to do with nothing. It was just a jam. And um, is the song on the, on the EP or you just. Nah, I took okay. it off. Okay. I took it off. Uh, so I did the song and then, you know, the Ferguson unrest started happening. Turn up like 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 Migos turn up. No, 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 that ain't even my style. Man. But uh, so the so the stuff you know started popping off in Ferguson, and uh, I mean even before Ferguson it was popping off. Right. But you know that was just the the pop off of all pop offs. Yeah. But uh, that's when the popcorn was jumping man, out. Man, it started burning. Yes, <laughs> that's what. But uh, I, so what I did, you know, I, I was just thinking about all these different things, and and I was wondering like, what can I do, and um. So Apollo was just sending me beats and I just changed the direction instantly. And once I did the second song, I knew that first song had no place on it. Right. So I just kicked it to the side and it was like I was starting over. How difficult or um, challenging is it to, to, to drop music that's so honest like this? For me, it's not difficult at all. You know, I mean, 
I don't have to worry about, you know, a major label, somebody saying, no, we can't sell that. Uh, you know, I just look at it like, even though this is my gift, it's for the people. Right. It's my voice, but it's their voice. So when I put music out, it's like, it's going to it's going to resonate who it's supposed to resonate with. Um, and if it's not for you, it's not for you. So I just do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm, my manager, he in the other room, he always he's like, yo, just just have fun. Just be honest with it. Have fun and do it. And it's going to, you know, go to who it's supposed to go to. So that's just what I do, man. I don't I don't worry about, you know, oh, man, are the people going to accept this. Uh, it's not something they can jam to. I don't I don't worry about all that, man. You know, in, in, in your past work, um, you've been very critical of, let's say, the music industry. Right. You know, and trends and, you know things that sell that shouldn't deservedly sell and things that should sell getting pushed to the side. So in a sense, that's kind of, from my perspective, been your platform. Right. And, and now you, 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 you do going into something that's deeper, something that, 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 that's, that's so topical, man. Um, was it cathartic? Nah, man. I mean, I, I, I even, I still touch on, you know, the music industry on this record. Yes, of course. Uh, but nah, it's, it's just something, you know, as as I get older, man, and excuse me, and I start to realize certain things, I just, you know, you you just get to the point you like, man, I gotta say something, and everything, you know, everybody isn't, everybody doesn't want to be in the music industry, everybody doesn't care that, you know, what gets sold and what doesn't, everybody doesn't care about, you know, uh, well, they holding the band, holding me back, but when you see civil unrest, it affects everybody. Whether you're black, white, Mexican, you know, Asian, whatever, it affects everybody. So it was just one of them things where, as you know, I'm 35 years old now. So it's like, you know, I got to speak on some of this stuff, man. Like, because that's what music's supposed to be about. I just started thinking about music supposed to evoke certain emotions when you listen to it. And what emotion do I want to evoke within people when they listen to my music? What message do I want to get across? Because like I said, everybody don't care about the music industry. So stop rapping to the music industry and rap to the people. And that's that's what I wanted to do. You know, I'm going to get to the music in, 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 in a minute, man. But I really like, I was talking to my son the other day, um, and I was saying how I really appreciated this, this trend of conscious music that we're hearing right now that's really reflecting Definitely. the times. D'Angelo, J. Cole. Yep. You know Kendrick Lamar yeah. and, and this, and I'm, I, I apologize, internets, if there's some other artists that I'm not mentioning. But those are the, you know yours, the, the, the big ones. Like, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm putting yours amongst the big ones because it's it, it's dope. First of all, I don't care how conscious you are, shit is not going to be impactful if it's not dope. Nah, it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Like I, I was, somebody asked me before they was like, uh, "Was it hard doing the record like this?" And I was like, "Kinda." Because you, it still has to be some form of entertainment. Even though it's some education, it still has to be entertaining. Or nobody wants to feel like they've been preached to. So you still got to have the hooks. You still got to have the certain structure. You got to have the flow. You got to have the flow. You got to have all of that. And you can't get up there. I can't get up there and be like, I'm going to rap 102 bars about the government. Who gonna keep, sit around keep, and listen keep that to that? Rap shit at yeah, home. who gonna, who gonna <laughs> sit around and listen to that? So, so not me. So that's what I, I I still wanted to make it entertaining. So even if you know you can still put it in a car, you can still ride to it. You can still smoke a blunt, blunt to smoke it. a blunt, drink, nod your head, whatever you want to do, you can do Get to some this snatch. record. 
Definitely. And but at the same time, if you really listening, uh, image is being painted in your mind of what I'm talking about. So that's that's all I wanted to convey. My biggest complaint about this is that it's an EP. <laughs> it's 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 what well, it is it's it's seven seven songs, seven originals, two remixes. Why? Because that's what it was supposed to be. When I did the 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 deal with Mellow Music, originally it was for the album with me and Knots, <clears throat> excuse me, which is coming later this year, and then it was supposed to be an EP with the in-house producer, so Apollo Brown, LaRange Music, Odyssey. So what happened, I did the one song that we didn't put on there. It's actually on the Mellow uh, compilation. So I did that song with Apollo, went to New York the, um, for Apollo's album listening or release party, and we was downstairs at SOB's, and I said, yo, I want to play you the joint that I did. And he was like, okay. Because me and Apollo had talked about doing an album before. Right. So I played him the joint, and he was listening to it, and he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm working on another one, too. I just got a hook idea. He's like, oh, okay, word. Um, So how many songs you got to do? I was like, man, like six or seven. Word. So we going to do that? I was like, hey, you tell you tell your man, and, you know, <laughs> tell the label, and we can get it done. And so that's kind of how, how it happened. So it was only slated to be an EP, so we kept it as that. Okay. Um, And you just, you just answered my Apollo question. One more thing before, because I I don't want the fans to think that I'm just here to just yap. We're here to play music. No today, doubt, man. no but, doubt. But I like the way the song you're true to your 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 little brother roots, and that this sounds like Little Brother 2015. Is that intentional <laughs> or is it kinda? Uh, th- this is the thing, man. Um, I did Sleepers 2005, mm-hmm. obviously produced by Crisis and Night. Yes, I kind of jumped out the window with my next project uh, because the sound was just so far removed from what they had become accustomed to hearing me, but it was me. Um, so everything I've done has kind of been away from the original boom bap that people have become accustomed to hearing right. me on. And I started slowly coming back to it and, you know, realizing that people, you know, they definitely, that's what I was introduced to them on. So that's what they're comfortable hearing me on. So when I got with Apollo, I was like, you know, I didn't know exactly what the content was going to be. But I was like, I know people going to eat this up because this sounds close to what they're accustomed to hearing me on. And I knew that consciously going into it. So I say, I'm just going to, you know, this because this is going to be a time I'm definitely going to give them what they want. But in giving them what they want, I got to give them what I want to give them. Yes. So so it's the new and improved me. With a familiarity to to the old me. I mean, let's let's get to the music, man. The first track is called Augmentation. Yeah. Only way I flop is belly first in a pool. 
People talk brand talk to a pig cool. Learn to follow rules. I'm a man first fool. Get to school, chalk it all up to business being shrewd. No guidelines, you're an outline fool. Sharks in the water, this is what you wanna do. For me, this like breathing, blood in the veins, muscle on the bone. We are not the same. I rap to make change. You rapping for the change. Scraps and Cadillacs, go ahead and do your thing. Over the global, my vocals be traveling the flavor. Words are with the whistle, I'm the flavor, I'm the flavor. Words are with the whistle. I rap like no one out there can fuck with me. I'm the flavor. Over the global, my vocals be traveling the flavor. I'm the flavor. Words are with the whistle. I rap like no one out there can fuck with me. Gospel sites is where you go to get your raps from. Forbes magazine aspire to be number one. But no rapper gonna make it to that top layer. You a nigga now was before you got here. Spread a hard feelings. This is dope dealing. Enough rope for you to choke yourself. Easy killing. Call it hands free. Young and ass for me. I'm on the balcony. Hands gripping the pump. See how being drunk off your ego will skew. The mind limited view. A theater near you. Displays every dream till it seems that it's true. Cohen Tell bro, they infiltrated the crew. The throw us in jail, operated like a zoo. I'm just reminding you what things you already knew. From that project concrete to Rose Crew, but we only see the weeds in our view. Over the global, my vocals be the flavor. Woo, augmentation, man. You, 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 you. It's kind of like you introducing, reintroducing yourself. By talking about the things you talked about, definitely, and, and props to uh, DJ Flash. He he was uh, Little Brother's DJ. He did the cuts on this track. Was that kind of like a homage to, to DJ Primo Premier? Yeah, it, it sounds yeah, I, like a because I, I love the way Flash cuts. Like you know, my DJ skills. He does some cuts for me as well. But the thing about Flash is his technique is similar to to Premier's cuts. Like they're very clean, very precise. So they're hooks. Definitely hooks. Definitely. You're taking samples and you making hooks out definitely, of it. Definitely, definitely. Now you're talking about what are the principles that drive ones to rap? What are, what are you saying on this record, man? Um, well, on on the first first half of the record, the first verse, I'm basically saying um, it's like the perception a lot of young cats have when they enter the game or or trying to enter the game. It's like they see all these things and and they. They look at the exceptions like the Jay-Z's, the Kanye's, the Wayne's. The, those are exceptions. That isn't regular. Right. You know, but they look at it and they're, and they're told, they're, they're programmed to think that's regular. Like, this can be you. This can be you. You're the next Drake. You're the next Drake. You're the next Kendrick. You're the next this. You're the next that. When the reality is most of them aren't or going to be or going to even come close. So... That's me, you know, talking about their perception. And then in the second verse, it's me giving them the reality. Like, you know, everybody, you know, obsessed with Forbes and, you know. That being your driving force to rap. Exactly. And it'd be like, and I'm telling them, like, go look at who's really the top ten. Like, don't get confused when they put out the rap, the the entertainment. The top ten cash cows. Cash cows. That's nothing. Right. You know, it's a dude in Mexico selling phone cards who got billions of dollars right. you know what i mean right. so so and so Pop, that's poppy que poppy yeah he he getting it right hey, poppy now. getting it over there in fucking mexico with, with phone cards bro so that's that's kind of what that is is like the first part is the perception and then the second part is the reality and that's that's all i'm just like yo this is reality now if you really want it go get it but 
This is your reality. And are you telling them also, because one of the things I do respect about artists is artists live a hard life, man. Very hard. You know, it's a very hard life. It's funny. Somebody was asking me the other day. We were talking about somebody who was a gifted. I can't remember who. Who's a gifted artist, but who's not really popping. And somebody was like, yo, do you think this person is going to get a regular job? And I was like, I can't see it because they're an artist. Right. An artist, nine out of ten. Of course, they're going to do what it takes to feed their family. Right. But a true artist is going to ride it, you know, rich or poor until until they die. Until they die. And that's the thing, man. Like, I, I ask when, when I start working with, with kids, I, I work with a lot of young young cats, you know what I'm saying, help them out. And the first question I always ask, without a doubt, do you want a career or do you just want to get a hit? Because it's a difference. Right. You can get a hit while trying to build a career, but if you just want to hit, that's all you really want because you want to be famous or whatever. That's something different. And and I always ask them that because nine times out of ten, they be like, nah, I want to do this, son. I want to do this. But when you tell them all what goes into doing this, it's not pretty. Right. You know what I mean? The sleepless nights, the you know the sacrifices you have to make, the, the friends you have to basically damn near let go you know the what I mean? loves and the family the loves the family to... all of that right. man like it's, it's it's tough you know how what much mean? change goes on in your life i will say the craziest thing that i want to point out is in 2015 the artist that you're speaking to these young kids that want to be involved in this it's a totally different world we live in like very different like they're entitled they feel that they're very entitled. entitled and when you look at somebody like you who busted their ass to get where they are and put in those sleepless nights, I mean, will they even understand? That's, that's what scares me. Well, if they working with me, they're going to understand. It. Why does that scare you? It scares me because it's not only about rap. I mean, No, it's about life, period. It's about life. So I'm, you're scared for these young kids? I'm scared because, well, first of all, I'm scared because I have children. Right. Like like, like we all have. You have nah, no kids. Okay, no. well. You married? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it, get a pet. It's all right. You don't need no kids. <laughs> But it scares me because I feel like, and I don't want to sound like the old guy, like, like oh, these young guys, because I, I love helping, you know, I love being helped and I love helping like, to, to right. push the culture and, and, and pay it forward. But at the end of the day, it's just, you're right, when they see people like, uh, you know, Jay-Z or they see people, they don't even think about, like, when he was in the projects. They think about where he is now. Right. They don't realize how, how much work it took to get there. They don't realize how much time, like, Jay-Z was doing it for damn near 10 years before his first record yeah. and, and they don't they don't they don't I, I had a teacher who once said are you willing to work 10 years to be an overnight success yep that's what it takes mm. and word to I Dallas didn't, Penn I didn't understand story. it then right but then I started to understand like a lot of people don't know uh you know a cat like Miguel how many deals he had or Alicia Keys you know how many deals she had um, everybody knows 50 story, you know, that wasn't his first deal when he was with Eminem, you know, even like Kendrick, he had a development deal, you know, before you knew him as Kendrick, you know what I mean? So they, they don't know all, all they see is, oh, they shining. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, do you know the work? It takes you know, 10 years to become an overnight success. 10 years, man. Yep. I'm, and, and that's with life period. Like you were saying, that's even like DJing now is, is. You know, back in the day, you used to have to carry the crates. Yo, I used to avoid my DJ friends because they'd be like, "Help <laughs> me with these yo, yo, crates." Carry and these crates. Like, yo, come here, Reg. Nah, I just want to. I just want to come when it's and, pop. And, and that was your internship. <laughs> that was the start of your internship. Was carrying them crates. You know what I mean? Up? Now you don't have to carry crates. So it's like, oh, all I need is Serato. No, I saw a motherfucker the other day DJing a party from his phone. 
from his iPhone. I was like, yeah, yo, what about man. the, what's this kid? Uh, Justice League in A3C. Remember he had the, the phone? Oh, real, with the phone with the yeah, DJ yeah, yeah. thing and he was spinning it? Yo, he was in A3C oh, with looked, the fucking phone. He was spinning so it back and right scratch there. it. Yo, he was like, forget it. It was crazy. Now, you know, um, one of the last things I'm going to comment on this record, man, is you, you do talk about uh, this music, our this art form, this culture, this hip-hop culture being co-opted. Do you really feel like that it has been co-opted by a Cointel Pro? Yeah. Or, or it, you know. Yeah, I mean, just look, just look at what's constantly shoved down our throats. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're not being fed anything healthy. Right. You got to actually go Challenging. out. Challenging. Yeah, you got to find your own health. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so... Just like the food. Just like the food. You know what I mean? Fructose corn syrup if, and they just approve all this GMO shit right they, now. They'll be very happy with you eating McDonald's every day. Yes. You know what I mean? So so I look at music the same way. It's like, but there's no balance. I'm not saying you can't have some of this other stuff. I mean, I grew up listening to Mob Deep, Poor Righteous Teachers. But Mob Deep, they, they want to hold No, 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 they definitely right, hold right. different. But I'm just, I'm just saying like the there dynamic. Was, it, there you, was a you, balanced meal. You got everything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So with now... You don't get everything, and that's the problem. It's like there's no balance, so you have nothing to nothing nutrition to compare, right. nothing to. Okay, so I got this, but I also got this. Like you don't get that now, and it's like as a corporation, it's like you. It only becomes a problem when it gets to the wrong. It gets into the wrong hands, right. just like drugs. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a war on drugs until it started going into the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And now, and, and the music, just like, they don't have a problem until it starts affecting their home. You know, the powers that be. So, right. so th- that's my thing with corporations is, like, you know it's other stuff out there, but you refuse to promote that right. other stuff. You may let one through. You may let it. Just like, you know, you, you brought it up, Kendrick album. I actually called him the night the album came out or leaked, whatever it did. But I called him and I was like, "Look, dog." The day it appeared on your the day it your, appeared. On your headphones. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, look, bro. I, I don't. I was like, I'm not gonna take up too much of your time. I know people calling you, but at first I had to congratulate you on your work. But second, I just want to say thank you for using your voice, bro. You actually got a platform where you know a lot of people are looking at you, and whether they agree with you or don't, you spoke your mind on a lot of issues that most of these kids don't even think about. What's even crazy? Is not only did he speak his mind, but he decided to stretch the art form. Oh, he so that he too. didn't make it easy no, for us not. to listen to, man. It's not. It's like it's like. I mean, for me, it's easy, you know. But for a, a twenty-two year old, yeah, they don't understand all. You know, it's jazzy. You know what I mean? It's rock. It's soul. It's, it's West Coast it's gospel. It's it's, it's, it's it's so West Coast. It's, it's, I love it's everything. that they never. I, I I'm we, we're digressing, but I love. That the West Coast never compromised this. No, nah, they man. don't. They you don't. know, out of everybody, they never did. You, man. you know when it's West Coast. Yeah. Um, how often do you call Kendrick, man? Not often. This is actually the first time I talked to him in probably like uh, a year and some change. Like, because I, I went to anytime he in town, I go check him out. But um, I had his number before, but he switches his numbers. He up. picked up when you called. Yeah. Can you call him again and tell him we'd like him to be on the combat yeah, yeah, jacket? Definitely, 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 <laughs> definitely. Stop being a hype beast. Man, I'm I, no, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm dead ass. We're trying to do. Listen, this is Pooh's time. <laughs> of course, of course. But we, listen, um, one last thing about this record. But send, the video, text. yeah, send him a text. <laughs> the video for this record. Oh, uh, for augmentation. Yeah, I yeah. love this record, man. I mean, I love the video, like hey. the whole digging in the crates vibe, and then how you just like. I love shit like that. Kind of reminded me of like. 
you know, old school shit, like the Black Sheep shit, like just like the whole, it's I like simple, that. simple, man. Yeah. I mean, the, the record, you know, had the old feel to yes. it. So, you know, shout out to Jay Brown who directed the who, video. Who's Jay Brown? Am I missing out on Jay Brown? Uh, who is he? Jay Brown, um, he he does a lot of videos for Mellow Music. Okay. Um, you know, he kind of contracted out through Mellow. So we, me and Jay flew to Detroit and we got busy in Detroit. Like he, he pitched to me the idea and I was like, I'm with it. Jay Brown. If you stay focused, man, you got it, B. Yeah, yeah, he dope, man. You got it. I re- yeah, everything about this record I love, man. Um, let's go to the second record, man. Okay. Uh, Stop featuring Steve Rocks. Who's Steve Rocks, by the Steve way? Steve Rocks is a young kid, um, 21-year-old, 20, yeah, 21-year-old kid from uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Real talented kid. He actually got an EP out right now called Down to Earth. Um, I'm on the EP. So okay. Young young kid, man. I'm, I'm my my people's down there. Uh, Nukes Music got you know they got them in this in their camp, and uh, I kind of work with them. Too. All right, let's jump into this. This is stop. It's nothing but soul, B. <laughs> Luxury vehicle, not a drop of white in it. Personal license plate, so they know it ain't rented. Cruising by the cruiser, so they got to see who in it. A young black male with the intent to sell. Happy through the speakers, bump a little bit for rail. Go easy on the gas, cause these cops now a shell. Five miles later, there's another on the trail. A nigga sweat bullets like he moving by the scale. Lights flash, and life does too. Make a decision, what the fuck you supposed to do? When the law is in the rear view to serve no protection. Firing shots off, no discretion. First impression can be your last one. You visualize when you pass off. We know the stories and the scene is a continuation. Quiet street to enforce this extermination. Through your mind runs the situation. Mike shot with his hands held high. And John got killed because of a damn lie. Cause Sheen killed blocks away from where Big Mike died. Oscar got shot with his hands cuffed behind. Sean killed the night before his wedding. That was tough. Diallo shot at 41 times. These cops are nuts. Victor shot handcuffed in the cop car. They ruled the suicide. So tell me I'm not far from being off when I'm thinking just to run. It don't matter that I'm innocent when they pointing the guns. My life is in the balance. And I was never trained for this challenge. So to me, that's a lose-lose. This ain't the way we trying to make it on the news. Mama hearing stories about a baby that ain't true. Slammed in the first. Dehumanized before you even know it in the dirt. Shot it nine times and you was just leaving work. Now who afraid of who? Cops drawing guns on black males like high noon. Guilty I assume what they thinking cause I look like one of them guys featured in they book. They ask me where I'm going. State the violation. Right on red light. What's my occupation? License and registration. Tell me where you coming from. I search your car, any drugs, any guns That's only if you plan it, I responded with a smirk He shot a look back, my response was knee jerk Let off with a warning, consider myself blessed Only if you alive can understand that the stress And they say sometimes That everybody gets lucky Stop. Stop. Talking about the 
pressures of driving clean while black. Yes, indeed. Now, is this, this are you talking about in a specific incident that happened? Yeah, 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 it happened to me. Talk about uh, it. I had, it's crazy. I had just seen the video of the, uh, the kid in Columbia, South Carolina, had got off work, was going to work or whatever, stopped at a gas station or got pulled over in the gas station, had jumped out of his car. Cop was like, let me see your ID. And he Kid jumped he, in. Yeah, he he patted himself. was like, oh, it's in the car and went to jump in the car. Cop pop, 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 popped pop, off on, yeah. Hit him in the hip, leg or whatever. And that brother's lucky. Very lucky. So close I, range like that. I had just seen the video. Went out driving. Got pulled over. And so when you see the sign, the, the, the lights, man, I'm terrified, the, the, the terrified, I'm shaking and you're driving raising. clean, right? I'm driving so clean. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and I wanted to really bring people into the world of a black man driving, getting pulled over. Now, if you listen to the song, I actually committed a violation, but I didn't think I committed a violation. Regardless of the, the violation, wouldn't have warranted what I thought could have happened anyway right. you know what i'm saying so and that's the thing is like when i get pulled over i don't know what's going to happen when i get right. pulled over right this can be my last time ever getting pulled over you never know so I, I wanted to bring people into like bring them into that world but at the same time eulogizing some of those people that we lost senselessly you did know a great what I'm job of mentioning a lot of names of people that we senselessly lost thank you i, I was i was i'm mad at myself because i was like man i should have put more in there right. but it's just one of them Damn, things. You, that'd be a three-hour record, B. I mean, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> one more. That's a whole album, B. Definitely. So, so that was the thing, man. I, I just wanted to, you know, while getting that in there, but also tell that story and at the same time bring people into, you know, to our world. Like, this is this is what happens. I, I'm clean, and I still tense up when I see them lights behind me. You know, listen, man, I'm, I'm middle-aged, and, and, and I'm, a, I'm an attorney, and, and I still— get nervous man when i see those lights man yeah because you know like, it's the worst fucking feeling i'm like i know i'm not doing anything but are these motherfuckers fucking with me the, the worst situation i had it was maybe it was it was the day after christmas a couple of years ago and i was in the car with my with my, with my three kids my they were young at the time right so this cop pulls us over we still got the christmas gifts in the car and they're like uh license and registration i'm like what's going on it was like well a car fit this description i'm like okay but you see the kids in the car like, you know, I'm driving with babies and they got the flashlights all in my and they still running my shit. Like common sense would be like this dude is a family guy. He's got babies in the car. The crazy thing, they done, Christmas gifts in the fucking car. They don't ran your tag before they even got out the car. Yeah. So what the fuck are they? They really looking for some shit. Right. And I'm nervous and I'm also hurt that I can't spare my babies. Right. From this humiliation. Right. You know. That's, I that's, mean, some of them are just fucking around. You know, it's crazy because it's like I, I even want to speak from a sense of, you know, um, just being young and a knucklehead and fucking up. Later on, like fixing my whole life, you know, I still get weird. Like, when I get pulled over, I still feel like if I if I have something on me or I do something. Like I remember a couple of times I was getting like the lights behind me and I was like, fuck. And then I was like, wait, what am I talking about? It's been 10. I don't do shit no more. I don't do nothing. <laughs> like, is clean. I don't got nothing on me. There's nothing wrong, but I still feel, uh, you know, like something is, you know, because it's like that stop, whole. Stop patting your pockets. Like, yeah. Did, 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 did I take the. But I, I can't even imagine how it feels for an American citizen to be stopped by the cop and be so confident that that shit won't pop off. 
You know, people ask what, what white privilege is. That's it. To me, just being around <laughs> police and feeling like motherfucker. Like everything is okay. No, I was in I was in the, in the, in the car one day, um, driving my car, and in the passenger seat was uh, a very good friend of mine, Jewish guy. So the cops stop us because my friend didn't have his license, his his, his seatbelt on. And my guy goes off on the cops. What the fuck are you stopping us for? Why don't you out there, you what? know, stopping crime? You stopping me for the goddamn seatbelt? And I'm looking at my friend like, motherfucker, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> if it goes down, I'm catching the hot ones, man. You know, and I, I just, you know, for once I wished I had that righteous indignation to scream at a fucking cop, man. Hey, you, hey, you, you, you can have it. You can have it. You'll get it. Yeah, yeah, you'll get it, all right. You know, one of the best things you said, Combat, that, that if people haven't listened to, I think you may have said it on Fan Bros, but I got to say it again if people didn't hear. I remember they were asking if you had one, like, uh, power, power uh, what's that called? Superpower. Superpower. If you had one, granted, one superpower. Oh, yeah. Tell them what you said that superpower. If I had a superpower, like some people wish they could fly or be indestructible or read people's minds, if I had a superpower, it'd be the power, the ability to make change other people's races wow <laughs> wow you know what i'm saying like you motherfucker you you're so reptilian and you're you know anti you know people of color like views boom you're gonna be black and i gonna make you dark-skinned black like Ooh. nothing against my dark-skinned brothers and sisters but you're about to be dark <laughs> black and you about to feel the wrath of black, america black and then real. after five years i'll change you back to white and and, and then we can talk about it wow <laughs> Yo, my favorite line on this is mama hearing stories about her baby, which ain't true. Right. The the criminalization yeah. of our victims. And it happens instantaneously, yeah. too. Like, soon as soon as you see, you know, police gun down young black man, not even... He smoked weed. 12 hours later, he was a possible gang member. Yeah. He smoked weed. He was a troublemaker. He got suspended. Yeah. In His yeah. father was known for yeah. spousal abuse. It's like, meanwhile, this motherfucker. I mean, this is coming out a week later. But this whole German wings thing. You hear about this? Uh, in Germany, the, uh, the, uh, the pilot. The, the pilot. I I don't know what. I just know that he locked the other pilot out there. This this motherfucker. The thing this motherfucker locks the pilot out. Yeah. Cra- intentionally crashes the plane. Murders. 150 people. The headlines are saying this guy possibly suffered from depression, and I'm like, but, y'all are humanizing this motherfucker. But, but that's that's how it always go. Like if you if you look, you know the the people like you know the the kid who Columbine, Columbine the issues, kid, the, the, uh, the, the kid who went Boston into the bombers to the movie theaters yes. when Batman, Batman. It's always oh he was dealing, he had problems, he had mental problems. But as soon as a black kid gets gunned down. Or Jamal, if Jamal shoots somebody down, it's like, what's, oh. the, what's the problem with the entire fucking black community? Oh, Jam- Jamal, well, Jamal title, got the title pay. would be a thug. That's what would be their title. A thug, exactly. A thug. Even like Timothy McVeigh, remember? Like they, they were trying to say something was wrong with him. What the fuck was wrong with him? The motherfucker is not, you know, and what's wrong with him? He's a fucking terrorist fuck, killer. Yeah. And that's he's throwing the, bombs. And that's that line, man. Like, you know, for mom can even put her, her child in the dirt, you know. She hearing dirt. She hearing dirt. Yeah. And that's that's what that line was. Great record, man. Definitely a great record. Let's go to this next record, man. Eyes wide open with the god Roscoz. Roscoz. <sighs> Soul, man. Pushers and politicians often move with the same rhythm. You speak a 
government, my thoughts are cynical. So why we focused on the pinnacle? They getting paid off everything they label criminal. They not overturning them sentences, pouring in remembrance. Dream Americana, no symbolist of what they know. Liquor in the cup, watching curves grow. My man gave me two, he trying to stack four. See plenty dough like a pizza shop. Got preachers by a jet, still in front, they flock. Pop, pop, lost innocence, pouring in remembrance. Praying for a sinners, no difference between the two. Fountain the youth for the chosen few. Want to control the population, poisoning the food. We got money for wars, can't feed the poor. Tupac was on to something, maybe more, but we'll never know. I'm spitting Alex Jones with a mortal technique. Uh, Info war sheets still buy all from the cheeks. Love's gonna get you, manipulate the feet, you know. Love should have brought your ass home a week ago. Love decided by the color of skin. Love subverted by the need to fit in. Society, why we watching CNN? The White House just put me back to sleep again. They just killed another unarmed black. Hard to land on my feet like a one-armed cat. We dime, Mr. President. You lie, Mr. President. If heaven got a hot spot, you fry, Mr. President. Democrat, Republican, push the same agenda. Global euthanasia by United Nation members. Insomniac, don't be mad at me. So now on this record, man, it seems like you're widening your scope. You're not bit. talking about what's going on in the streets. You're talking about what's going on in politics. Oh, yeah. The hypocrisy of how policy is being created. Definitely. You know, it's just just a, just a whimsical way these cats come up with laws and, 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 and institute, you know, things that change everybody's lives, man. Yeah. And if you're not on the right side, man, you you, you, you getting it, you're man. You're done. You're done for. And that's it, man. Like, I, I was... I'm, I'm, I gotta, I gotta really explain this. Before I got to travel the world, I looked at America as the best country, of course, ever, of course. You know, that's the that's the propaganda you get. You believe you in get that. put You're in front of you, prideful, you, you're very prideful. Thought we had the best everything, the best education, best health care, best government, best everything. Women. Soon as you get on a plane and you land in another country. And you see how that country is ran. Now, unless you're in a third world country, okay? But you see how that country is ran. And you start to really pay attention to what's going on. Even if you watch their news, you like, oh, something ain't right. Mm. And that happened to me. Like, I remember. What in, country was it, man? You name one. <laughs> I remember we was in uh, Japan in mm. 2004. And, you know, we over there and, and I ended up getting an in and outer ear infection. 
And the people like, man, you need to go to the hospital. Let me take you to the hospital. I'm like, nah, yo, we in Japan, nah, I don't yo. Got time for that. Wait nah, for I just, I just have to, I have to let this thing go. I'm gonna on ride this own. out. I'm gonna man this you up. Know, and I'm, power I'm, I'm a man this. I'm gonna wash it with some soap and I'm gonna put this hat put on the side on it. and we gonna go. We gonna do I'm it. Robert and and you know, I could have bust my eardrum flying home with a uh, with an infected ear, right. but I get home. And and then I, I'm like I go to the doctor and he's just like yeah man you know just do this and do that and and so I, I start you know looking up stuff and I'm and then I just know I'm like oh damn I should have just went to the hospital in Japan it would have been free <laughs> like probably would have took care of it right then and there and no problem instead I got this high ass doctor bill for him just to say yeah man go pop these pills bro right right, right. And, some antibiotics some shit yeah just you know just building up antibiotic shit all in my body Mr. So. Miyagi would have came out of Japan he would have fucking R- rubbed, rubbed some, rubbed some damn together. leaves and shit on it and, and it would have been good so just that and, and like I said watching the news and different things and I'm and eating their food it tastes different you know everything just tastes different and I'm like yo this is real food this is how it's supposed <laughs> to taste let me tell you something last year I was very fortunate enough um, to send my sons my two oldest sons mm-hmm. to, to Paris and, um, you know, we've kind of, my wife particularly, but, you know, we're really kind of, I'm not really health conscious, but I'm conscious. Okay. So, you know, when I go shopping for food, I'm just always depressed at how every fucking thing on the counter is infected. I don't even want to say lace. It's infected with high fructose corn syrup. Yes. Which is really poison. Very, right? very much I mean, so. like, I'm looking for relish and pickles high fructose and, corn and, and barbecue sauce. Why the fuck do you have that poison in our foods. So I just learned this when my sons came back. They were like, Dad, in in in, in France, in, in, in Paris, in Europe, they don't allow high fructose corn syrup in their foods. So That's if why this, if this, so good. If this is America the Great, why don't y'all give a fuck about us? Because that's population control, man. Mm. Food. It's population control. And the pharmaceuticals, like population cancer control. is great for business. Definitely. All them, cancer, HIV, AIDS, all that is good for business because as long as they're not curing, they got you on medicine for the rest of your life. You know what's crazy, man? A, a friend of mine who's very wealthy has traveled around the world several times. And, and even like 15 years ago, he was telling me how there's a cure for AIDS. Magic know about in, it? In Africa. Magic know about But because it's from Africa and it's a cure, they're like, yo, the F- we will not approve this shit. Hell no. no they're not going to approve it. I don't care where it was from. Right. They're not going to approve but it. But they definitely not going to approve it. Definitely not from Africa. From Africa. Definitely not from Africa. I don't know which country, but. you. Yeah, I mean, it's just the thing. It's just like if people actually start peeling back the layers, man, they'll, they'll see the, the discrepancies in what we're being told from what really is happening. So is that the, behind the title, the Eyes, eyes wide, wide Open? Keep your eyes wide open. Keep your eyes open. Stay now, woke. Now, how'd you get the brother uh, Razkos on this, it man? It was easy, man. Like, me, me and Raz known each other for a while, and, uh, you know, we, we always had plans to do something. And I actually had a song. I put a single out last year um, featuring BJ the Chicago Kid, and it originally had Razkos on it. But I took them off and just added another verse because – I hadn't really done anything, so I was like, I just want this to be, you know, me, of course, BJ on the hook. So when I did this song, I mean, as soon as I was writing it, I was like, I already know who I want on right. it. I need Raz on it. You know what I mean? It, it's just it's going to make sense. I was listening to Soul on Ice. Mm. I was like, this is going to make sense. And, you know, I called him and told him, told him. I didn't even have to tell him. I said, look, just listen to it and then let me know. He hit me right back. Hell yeah. 
and that was that. It's, it's real refreshing to hear him on the, on the, on the, on this track, man. Were y'all in the studio at the same time? Nah, the nah. Okay. We 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 did it at separate times. Right. That's one of the things. I'm not part of the creative process, but does it take away? You know, when you're not in the studio with somebody that you're doing a record with, it depends, man. Right. Um, you know, I, I mean, obviously, being in in the studio with somebody, you get the best energy. You get the you get the best product, in my opinion. But you know, being obviously, we've been blessed with. You know the internet, so we technology. Can, technology has helped us out a lot. So sometimes you just got to go to that, and and if a person is a professional, then a lot of times you will never know. You you will think, right. you know, you be like, oh man, they did that together. But that's about being professional. You know what I mean? Like not phoning it in, just oh man, I, right, I got you, son. I, right. you know, actually taking pride in it. So, uh, so like people always say, yo, yo, I know that session was crazy. Uh, there was no session. Right. right. <laughs> But I mean, it, it, it's still dope. I, I mean, like I said, I still would prefer to work with a producer, like actually with them, or, right. or, or work with the other artists because it's a different type of energy. Um, what are your views on on voting, man? And, and, and personally, <sighs> man, it's like voting for certain offices. I think are important. Your local offices. Your local offices. Right. Your, your sheriffs, your DAs, your aldermen, things like that. Because um, that's how you prevent. Things like Ferguson with a DA, you know, in cahoots with the police department. So I think those are important because those directly Grassroots. affect you. They, they directly affect you. Right. I mean, I'm to the core, they affect you. But after you get past that local, things get a little, eh. It's like, <laughs> is my vote really going to matter at this point? You know, is I know, it, it you know, because once you get to a certain level, you get bored out anyway. Mm. So it's like... What is my vote really doing at this point? I know what it's doing if I vote this certain DA in or this certain police chief. I know what it's doing. Right. But once you start voting for senators and all that, man, it ain't about you no more. What are your views on on Barack Obama, President Barack Obama? He like any other politician. I mean, it was dope to see a black, you know, black president because I thought I'd never see that, (laughs) you know, ever, 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 ever. ever. My daughter, that's all she knows is a black president. Yeah. so, So it was dope to see that. But at the end of the day, it's like he a politician like other politicians yeah. so he got to walk that you know he got to walk that line as well e- even if he may feel a certain way about certain things he got to politic yes and, he, and, he, and, and it's you know what i just feel bad for him man regardless i mean i know he's a co- commensurate politician he comes from that chicago school of politics but i, I know folk over there are driving that brother crazy man, man. dude just they driving him crazy the, the, the amount of disrespect that has been allowed towards him by yeah. people in government people out of government they just Yo, allow it not smack john boehner in the fucking forehead listen man as a black man this is this if this we've was, heard him curse out kanye how did the fuck did he not snuff that yo, motherfucker? last term i'm i'm out of here anyway I'm grabbing my nuts yo I'm, I'm trying to i'm talking shit like <laughs> like it's it's no way you i can't be reelected. yeah it's over the only thing he can be though is get popped he like, definitely I don't even want to put that out there. But. He, he, I mean, you know, he definitely could get that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, yo, I'm done. Yeah. So I'm going to talk my shit on yeah. the way yeah. out. Free everybody. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going down. <laughs> Free Mumia. It's you know going down. Yeah, one last question before we go to our break, man. You, you talk about traveling. You talk about your eyes opening up when you travel. You ever consider yourself, man, becoming an expat and, and going to a different country, living in a different country? I thought about it. Yeah. Which, which country would you go to, man? Uh, if hypothetically, if you if you actually did that, I don't know. I, it got to be somewhere where they speak English, though. Right. Um, like uh, the UK, I just don't like their food and the weather or the weather. Right. 
Uh, I like Sweden, like Stockholm. Um, I, I don't know, man. I I mean, I haven't got that far into thinking about it, right. but I definitely, you know, it's like, man, I might be out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it just boggles the mind. Like, we're so ac- accustomed to it, but the amount of stress and trauma, just the typical American ghost living in the U.S. is is is, is unhuman, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, man, we, we were brought up. We, we get pushed propaganda at us every day, and we're brought up to think this is the greatest country in the world, and it's so far from it, man. Internet's open up your fucking eyes. Listen, let's go to a, a break. You're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. We got our special guest in the in the studio tonight, rapper Big Pooh, going over this brilliant, brilliant EP, Words Paint Pictures, F your radio, F your TV show, and F your podcast. Specifically you, F your podcast. Cheer, cheer. Be right back. Internets. This portion of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the premier shaving system for people with coarse curly hair. Let me tell you what happened the other day. I was sitting at home. I checked my mailbox and I saw this heavy package. I opened it up and it was this razor blade from that other shaving company with the three or four blades on it. And I was like, do these motherfuckers know that I fuck with Bevel like that? I was like, get this shit the fuck out of here. So my son was like, dad, I'll take it. And I said, listen, you will not use this fucking inferior shaving thing. No kid of mine is going to use this inferior shaving product. So I got to reach out to Tristan Walker, the head of, you know, Bevel and tell him I need to, I'll I'll pay for this Tristan because I will not allow my son who's 18 and now he's getting that little peach fuzz on his chin to use the little plastic shavers with the eight, nine, fuck that. Yo, I told y'all before, if you got any type of dignity and self-respect, don't pick up those orange or the, the the things with the three. Pick up, go to Bevel. Go to getbevel.com. I'm rambling right now because I'm so passionate. I'm so insulted that they fucking sent me that goddamn shaver. Like they, they like they like they're fucking reading my my, my 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 social media and spying on me because I fuck with Bevel. Listen, internets, go to getbevel.com. G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Punch in the promo code combat. C-O-M-B-A-T for 20% off. Fuck with getbevel.com. Best greatest shaving system premier shaving system on the planet i'm so upset that they fucked around and sent me that bullshit and now back to the show internet you tuned into the combat jack show the combat jack show.com man yo internets i hope y'all are really appreciating what we're doing tonight man there's this fucking ep i don't even want to call it an ep because it's a little bit it's one it's, it's two songs longer than your traditional ep is that correct pool I don't even know what the traditional EP five is. Five songs. Five. Oh, yeah. Six. So we times six. So, 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 five. Yeah. Five is an EP. Oh, well, we, we two you, songs long. Two songs, yeah. So I, I kind of I kind of call it like a album at. It's a project. We'll listen to an album at. Um, let's jump back into this, man. Um, into this. Like I said, I hope you're appreciating this. Where can they find this, man? Man, you can find this on iTunes, Google Play, even Bandcamp, uh, rapperbigpool360.bandcamp. Um, and then you can go to mellowmusicgroup.com. We have CD, we have vinyl, um, and nice. then then you can go to Amazon and get the CD and vinyl as well. Are you guys working on the next video or what's the next? Yeah, we we actually working on the video for Stop now. Ah. you know it, it's taking a minute because we got to do it right. right. You know, I, I had a vision for it and uh, the idea, and, and I pitched it to Jay Brown is going to do it. Nice. It has to be more cinematic. So nice. So you know, we we trying to get it's, that. It's right. an important message. Very man. important. So it has to be done right. Yo, let's go to this record right here uh, called Promised Land. Nice. Ooh. 
swear, niggas win when they send the most. Temporarily be the toast. Guns and butter on what matters the least. Watch them overdose. Let them hang, nigga, hang by they gold ropes. Smoke dope till you comatose. No hope for that butter, niggas die broke. Third eye woke, poke holes in the American dream. Run out of options, made it easy. You can hustle and scheme, but one problem. They building private prisons just to house niggas. For cheap labor, that's why, nigga. They call it PIC. It's not a club, but you VIP. Series of numbers that replace your ID. Home of the cowardly, freedom ain't free. The revolution won't be shown on TV. We too busy watching fake reality. You see, what goes up comes down. Dog chase tail go round and round. We all hypnotized when we hit the sounds. Ever seen a clown with a smile that was upside down? You see it. They swear we going to the promised land. They swear they better than a better man. We need to get our shit together, man. Probably listening like whatever, man. They swear niggas be killing when they just killing. Waking up every morning, hollow, no feeling. You hear the rap, money stack, I touch the ceiling. Gotta tell my nephews, they really have a ceiling. That's to be honest, you ain't getting everything that's promised. 40 acres in the mule, right? Work so they can take cost of living tax to your back break. No grass, but you still missing the snakes till they slither on ya. Who tired of looking at the middleman? The one on top, so he devised a plan. And who too busy thinking promised land? To realize the real lies, pinpoint the scam, shooting the messenger. That's only part of our conditioning. They keep trying to tell us, but we not listening. You wanna hide it, put it in a book. They wanna hide it, put it on the corner, watch it cook. You see it. What goes up comes down. Dog chase tail go round and round. We all hypnotized when we hit the sound. Ever seen a clown with a smile that was upside down? You see it. They swear we going to the promised land. They swear they better than a better man. We need to get our shit together, man. Probably listening like whatever, man. Freedom ain't free, huh? Nah, never is. This record, Promised Land. Why, why'd you call it Promised Land as opposed to Promised Land? I noticed you left the D out. I don't know. I just, I just did it. Like you know, it's like a promise. Like we promise you this. We promise you that. We promise 40 you acres. Promise you the forty acres. We promise justice you justice for all. Justice for all. Great education. Great health care. We promise you all these things, and you get none. Right, you're getting them private prisons. Yeah, and you're, you're, and you're talking about the the prison industrial complex. You know, it's crazy. I did an interview with somebody, and and they were like, they asked me about that the line, and I'm telling them about it, and they was like, what? Like, so I, it's like I put them on to something. I was like, what? Yeah. They didn't get it. They didn't know. They didn't know. They about, didn't know about the new Jim Crow the, and the, the new. And, and I'm like, yo, yeah. And they was like, yo, how you know? I was like, man, like, I mean, I do a little bit of reading, but my brother is a product of the system right. you know what i'm saying and i'm like so i'm like you know they charging inmates now to be housed like a hotel like a like, hotel like, like a like a like fucking we, spa we're charging you for your food right in 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 your in your housing and you're gonna go work you're gonna go get this job that somebody you know they don't want to pay a union right. for or nothing like that so we're gonna give you 40 cents a day instead of giving somebody else 15 dollars a day so, you know, that's that's kind of So, Paul, what do you what do you mean by, you know, we're chasing our tails like like dogs? Are, are you saying that we're so distracted that we can't focus? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, you you got to look at all the all the distractions we have out here. 
or, or just look at it from the fact that every time something major happens or every time they pass a law that we mysteriously never hear about until somebody getting popped is something happens. Like I remember um, we were on tour and we were in Minnesota and, and they had the, the bridges between St. Paul and Minnesota. One of the bridges collapsed with people on it. It wasn't that big of news, but while that bridge collapsed, they passed one of them Patriot Act mm. laws. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. Nobody knew about it. So it, it's always like every time something happens to distract your attention, they start sliding laws up under the table right. to hurry up and get this right, passed right, before right, they right, make right. a fuss about right, it. Right, right. And and that's and you think that and and you believe that that is 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 intentional? It's definitely intentional, right. man. That's definitely intentional because. And, and it's like we, we get distracted by minute things, man. Like, you know, you, you, you find yourself, you be like, yo, why is they why is they making this such a big deal? Like, why is this a big deal? Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. I mean, that is a big it's deal. It's a big deal, but it's like, bro, this it's is. It's consuming. Very consuming. Like, you wait, you you you'll spend a, enormous amounts of time on something like this, but something else, you know. It's like uh, something that's really taking away something that's going to change. They just try to your s- quality of life. They try to slide it under the table. Right. Um, what do you think about social media? though? Do you think social media is a distraction? Because I think it's both. It's both. I, I'm going to tell you the truth. yo. like if 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 I wasn't who I was, like didn't have the job I had, I probably wouldn't be on social media. Really? Because for me, it's like with social media, it's a bunch of not a bunch. It's, it's, it's plenty of people who. You know, they want to be something more than what they are. Right. And the easiest way to do that is to a bunch of people who don't know you. Catfish a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Right. So for me, it's like, you know, my friends, family, we don't talk via social media. So therefore, I wouldn't need social media to talk to my friends and family. Right. 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 Um, you know, obviously, I'm an artist, so it's 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 a great platform for me. I can go direct to fans, but... I mean, but even that has its little thing because fans feel like I can get you're accessible. So now, you know, I can tell you what you need to be doing right? or I can talk to you anywhere I want to talk to you and there should be no repercussions. No, it's going to be repercussions. Of course. Like I'm a, I'm a person. I'm a man first when I wake up and I'm a man before I lay down. Right. That don't change. Yeah. You know, the, the, the gift and the curse of, of social media is all the, the curses, what you just said. But the gift is, man, I see so much shit. That's, see, that's I see all the shit that, like, hold up, I'm being distracted, but this is really going on. Exactly. Like, I'm up on my current events that you don't even see I, in main media. And, and that's the that's the that's the thing. That's like you said, the gift and the curse is like you end up catching so much information because of social media. Like, it's people I follow on Twitter who I wouldn't know half of the stuff I knew if it wasn't for me following them. happen to see their tweet come right. up and then oh let me go research that hold up what, what is this about <laughs> so and so that that's definitely happens but with everything there's a gift there's a, yes. there's a gift and a curse yes, yes 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 and it's just just like that with the internet the, the explosion of the internet it was the gift and the curse of the artists you know what i mean like so it allowed more artists to come through the portal to dilute the, the the playing field but you lost that filter right at the same time, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's it's it's, it's a good and bad, whatever. You feel like you're using the internet to the best of your ability? Probably not, because I'm I, I don't even be on there a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can tell you the truth, man. I, I see some of these artists, and I commend them the way they use uh, the internet and how they've been able to use social media to to really touch their fans, and 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 and, it, and it's helped them, you know. 
Kwali said it. He's like, yo, when I really started using social media, like MySpace and things like that, that's when I really started getting more shows. Right. Now, he can go get a show any day of the week whenever he want to, whether he got an album out or not. Whereas me, I'll come on there. Of course, I, pro- I do my promoting. Um, I'll engage with fans, but I won't really engage in music talk with them. Right. Um, you're, you're a personal person, man? I mean, like a private person? Very private. Right. Very, very private. It's a hard place to be when you're a private person, man. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I, I only, I give you what I want to give you. Right. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't like talking about, you know, my personal life at all. You know what I mean? Because I don't want that to affect them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them, they didn't ask for this. I asked yeah, for this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So so that's kind of why I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a little. Eh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think the reason why I asked you that question too was because I think that Sometimes where people look for somebody and they may not know what they're doing or what's going on. I think social media in that case has really helped, you know, artists Definitely. To, to, you know, get like if you have a show now, a lot more people that may have not, you know, if social media didn't exist, they know that you have a show. That, and that's where it helps me some is they get to see other facets of my personality. Right. It's not just the artist me like they get to see oh he's a big sports fan oh he loves to eat and think he can cook a little bit oh he you know so they get to see oh he's kind of funny you know they get to see that side of my personality through social media it's amazing that social media they can know what you don't like and what you do like and they don't even never even met you in their life oh yeah that's people me oh it's feel like i've known you forever like, motherfucker you don't know me you don't know me bro <laughs> i don't know i definitely don't know you <laughs> yo let's let's go to this next record man how i move featuring eric black soul keith yeah. is that his name eric his, black his, soul his, keith? Na- his name is his his artist name is black soul he's been you know, he was thinking about transitioning to just using his name, which is Eric Keith. Right. And uh, so I just put it on there as Eric Black Soul Keith. Okay. Uh, he's from Tacoma, Washington. Got it. And uh, I feature him on a lot of my projects. Real talented uh, singer. All right, let's go to this record, man. Will they still love ya? When you fall from the summer, piling up to build your day. Will they see Life and death that you skating 
Like getting rushed to the emergency Somewhere in the northeast and you need attention urgently The jaws of life prime me from the wreckage Popping Percocets on stage we want in seconds Or maybe there's a lack in communication That then leads to the frustration We want it now, niggas ain't patient Long couch feeling like a patient Who won't say shit? Ship sinking, heavy drinking Fuck rap when your life's spiraling out of control But all they wanna know is when that new shit coming Standing on stage by myself, heart drumming Pull your soul out, they ain't coming Step outside box, they go running I'm giving up a piece of me Open up for a piece to see It's all peace when you finally free Who's laying low in the winter? Just a ride in the summer. Kind of like what we were just talking about, like the pressures of being a public person. Definitely. And then you talk about, like we, we said earlier, man, about being an artist. It's not all, you know, all that glitters is not gold. Definitely not. You know, has this shit happened to you, man? Have you been out there, like, on Percocets and, and alcohol? Yeah, and, that's, and, and all that's all, real shit. Like, 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 what, like, what happened with the Percocets? Um, that's that's after um, we had got in a accident in Vermont. We were um, going from Boston to Vermont. Right. And we was on a little tour run. And uh, it, it was snowing. You... You, you, me, uh, Doge, okay. Shondon, Joe Scudder, right. okay. my man Josie Moe, and, and we were in our van, and it spun out in the snow, and then we got T-boned by, by uh, 18, 16-wheeler, whatever. Fuck! And um, in the middle of Vermont, and so... Nobody we, died. Nobody died. Right. We, we, were bang, we were banged up, but nobody died. Right. So, um, you know, at the time, Doe was DJing for me, um... Josie Moe was, you know, hype man for me. And then we had Shondon and Joe out there, Scud out there. So we ended up having, it was, we were like an hour away from Burlington. So, you know, we got ambulance to the nearest city, got cat scanned, all type of stuff. And uh, we ended up all getting the ride to Burlington, Vermont. And I was like, man, like my back was messed up. My neck was messed up. But I was like, uh, you know, I'm going to still do the show. Show goes on. Yeah, I'm going to still do the show. They didn't give me any medicine. Right. So uh, it was uh, Josie had pain medicine. He was like, yo, I, I give you some of my pain medicine. And so I took the Percocet and went out there and Shonda ended up DJing for me. Joe Scudder hype man for me. And we went out there and, and we rocked it like and I was high on Percocet. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> I was very high on Percocet that night. But that was the only way I was going to be able to do that show. Like I wouldn't have been able to do it no other way. And and, and, and also the, the acknowledgement that, you know, your fans, they love your work. They yep. want you out, but they really don't give a fuck. They don't care what you go through. They don't care. Like them people there didn't didn't know or care about about that. You know, right. they just yo, you you gonna perform? <laughs> hey, that, does that, was does it. that make you jaded, man? Have you ever been jaded about this whole thing? I'm definitely jaded, right. man. I'm, I'm I'm tainted, man. Right. Tainted. Like that's why I, I love being around younger guys because their energy is different. They're innocent. You know, they don't they, they haven't experienced things. You know, all they know is I'm I'm dope and, and I want to make dope music and I want to touch people. And you feed off of that. And you definitely feed right. off it because I don't have like I'm different now. You know what I mean? But other than that, man, what what's the challenge to get you from being jaded and like, fuck this, I'm gonna walk away. And then, you know, you get back up The people, man. Right. Like when people come up to me and tell me, you know, how my music may have helped them through a tough time in, in their life or a difficult time or how. 
you know, things that I talk about on record is things they may be going through and they're able to explain that to family members or friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I write about my brother a lot about how he's in the system and, you know, it was a one guy in particular. He was like, yo man, I appreciate you writing because I'm going through the same thing. And now I can explain to my friends what I'm going through with my brother. So like stories like that is what really, you know, you don't really realize how, how you're touching people until right. they tell you. And then when you realize that you were like, yo, I'm really, 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 really touching people's souls, man. And that's that's a powerful thing. That's, that's the biggest compliment I could ever have. What's the hardest point been in your career, man, in terms of like, you know, I absolutely cannot get out of bed for this shit. When Little Brother ended? Right. Uh, it was just a big change. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, I tell people like, yo, y'all, you know, fans be like, yo, man, I... You know, little brother Andy, yo, this shit was hard for me. I'd be like, yo, what, what you think it was for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. I, I poured everything I had into right. that. You know what I mean? So once that was over, it was just like, yo, do I do I even really want to still do this? And was it a range of emotions? Was it was it that? Definitely. Was it anger? It was disappointment. Right. It was frustration. Right. It was anger. It was it was it was it was a whole bunch of things. And you know, it, for like you know, a couple months, I didn't do anything. Right. Like, I didn't write. I didn't do anything. And and what, what ended up getting me out of that funk, real talk, Cardinal Official, man. Really? He he was doing a project What's with up, Knotts. What's up, Cardinal? He was doing a project with Knotts, and he sent me a record called Motivation. Right. And he was like, yo, man, I want you on this record. And I was like, yo. Like, because he wanted me and Tay on the record. Right. And, you know, that's when we had stopped doing music. Tay was like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not doing any features right now, whatever. And so I was like, you know, I got you, Cardi. You always looked out. I got you. So he sent me. He finally sent the record. He just sent the beat and he typed out his lyrics, which was probably the most important thing to me, because, you know, when you hear it, you know, you may understand it, but it's different when you read it and listening to it. And, you, and so he typed out his. He said, yo, this is what I'm saying on this record. And it basically was what I was going through. And when I and I read that and I was like. I, that snapped me right. I was like, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta get up and move, bro." So I, I definitely thank Cardinal for that, man, because he he got me through what what was a little dark period for me. What do you do right now, man? When you feel because it's it, it doesn't ever end. No, nah, I mean, you nah, it it's doesn't. peaks and valleys. But what do you do right now to distract you from getting sucked into that quicksand, man? That's that's what them young guys I help right, out is right. for, man, because they they give me that energy, that juice, that you know. I'm excited for them. You know, it's not about me when I'm working with them. I'm excited for them. I'm excited to help to to further their career, to help them achieve things that they want to achieve. You know, because they always like, yo, man, I want to be, just, I want, I want to be like you. Like I'm like, nah, bro, you want to be better than I was. You want to have a better career than I had. And hopefully I can help you get there or I can get you to a point where you can end up getting picked up by somebody else to take you to another level. Yeah. And the, and the most important thing you said is you got to keep moving, man. You got to. You got to keep got to keep your feet moving, man, because once you stop, that's when it gets you. You got to come outside, get that sunlight, that definitely. vitamin D, definitely. which is good for the melanated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> you just you just got to be around people with good energy, man. And, and that's that's. For me, it comes with being around, you know, younger cats that really, you know, have a passion for this. They, they, that energy is just, you can't, that, that's kind of the, what I had when I first met Kendrick and the whole TDE right. crew. They had that energy, man, that was unmistakable. How'd you meet? MySpace, man. Really? Uh, Dave Free. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, Dave Free reached out. Um, He wanted, that's what J-Rock was on Warner Brothers. And Dave Free is the guy that runs Yeah, he's TDE. he's one of the presidents right. over there. And uh, he he was like, yo, you know, we 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 like y'all music, and uh, we want y'all to you know do something for J Rock. So he wanted like Tay to do a hook, which ended up 
Will I Am ended up doing it on the song J Rock had with Lil Wayne, and then he had me do a remix for a song. And so me and my manager, though, I was going out to L.A. a lot. So I was like, yo, um, I'm, I'm going to be in L.A., man, me and my manager, man. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna come by and holler at y'all. So we got got a car, drove out to Carson, came in the cul-de-sac. They was looking like, it's just y'all. And we was like, do we need anybody else? <laughs> and he was like, nah. Right. And from that point, you know, that's when I ended up meeting Kendrick, ended right. up uh, meeting Abso. And, you know, we just clicked from that what point. What year was that, man? Man, I want to say it was like 06, 06 maybe God, 07, damn, 08. That's crazy. Yeah, something like that. That's, did you know these kids were going to blow? Not, it, it, it's like when you, when, you, when you see them, it's like when you hear them, you know, you, you, you'll say to yourself, like, we, like I ain't going to front. We thought it was going to be Abso. Like, we right. like, yo, Abso, he's going to be out of here. Right. Like, he had, like, the little Lupe with him, but he had something else. I thought it was going to be Schoolboy. But right. Schoolboy wasn't even with him at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, shit. He wasn't even there at the time. And then, you know, Kendrick, you know, he was there. And uh, it, it, what happened, I sent a song over. I, I did a song with him called Nothing Less. And I was like, yo, I want Abso on this record. So Dave took the record. He ended up sending it back, and he typed me. He's like, yo. The record coming back, but everybody jumped on it. And I was like, ah, whatever, man. Let's go. It's <laughs> yeah. cool. So when I got the record, Kendrick ended up doing the hook. Um, Abso did his verse. J-Rock did a verse. And then Kendrick did a verse at the end. And I was like, yo, man, these kids are special. I don't know where this, what's going to happen, right, right, right. Where, where, where they're going to end up. But, you know, they had the talent. You you knew it was there. And they man, look, look at them now. Look at them now, man. Did this song ever come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name it's of the song? It's called Nothing Less. Nothing Less. I got I to gotta find that, man. Yeah, like a lot of people don't like... Me and Kendrick, we've done like three records together. Okay. Me and Abso done like three records together. So, you know, we we was trading work back and forth. You know, now you know Kendrick running this rap shit. So yeah. it's like, you know, I talk Ooh. to him, but I, I wouldn't. You know, for me, I, it wouldn't be like, yo, man, I wouldn't press him for no verse at this point, man. It's like, man, text him, man. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it's it's one of them things. Is like, man, I understand what he's right. trying of to course, do. So, course. so I respect that. Right. You know of what course. I mean? And if the time comes for us to do something else, then the time will come. But. You know, I'm 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 enjoying being a fan right now. That's dope, man. That's 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 great. Um, this next record, Candlelight. Candlelight, featuring Marv One. Yes, 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 man. Uh, me and Marv One been talking about you know doing the record together for a while. Um, and and I finally when when I got this beat, um, when Apollo sent it to me, I was like, man, I'm gonna put a feature on this. And Marv One was the first. It was only right, Detroit, and Detroit. Like, yes. So I definitely wanted the morning, and I thought he would fit. What I was what I was doing and talking about on this record, so Yo, let's let's get to it, man. Yes, indeed. That's Teddy, right? Teddy, man. Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy P. Yeah. Y'all looking like the same rappers, shipped off the same assembly line. Wanna be king of the jungle, you niggas is lying. You the best at dressing up is what you really implying. Swag. <laughs> Here today, gone the next week. Either stand for something or just stay sleep. What it is, most of y'all prefer to stay sheep. Following the follower, the future looks bleak. Shout out to M.E. The most known unknown, can't see thee. Bottom line or even the in-betweens Until it's all done, my nigga, I'm talking queens Things is uneasy when you switching up the scenes Better stay inside that fence with an astroturf green Yeah, this is what they call boom bap Where they trying to figure out what's in that backpack Gold chains like I'm bringing Slick Rick back No aim, extra clips for that black Mac Neither one time for the believers who wonder why my name ain't burning up, catching fevers. It's better than being mourned by the grievous. We on 
our pocket, trace shit, they can't see us. I'm in all black and brown, the provider of the sound. Niggas rain, and we never big brown. Light a candle, God give you just enough for you to handle. I understand, oh, niggas trying to put a trophy on their mantle. And light a candle, God give you just enough for you to handle. I understand, oh, niggas need role models as a sample. Tell us, uh, you rappers are so flaky. Nigga, you can love or hate me, it won't break me. Don't respect what you build and your foundation shaky. Outfit ain't worth a penny and that's words of JC. So go ahead and retell them lies. How your man got butter and how he sell the pies. Keep talking, nigga. Yeah, detail the prize. I need to see dope for the biscuit. He swell and rise. Bang. Like a Maury Dame, the story changed. Niggas was big shots to Robert Ori Kane. Now they Corey Haynes. Nigga, either you gon' shit or get off the pot It seems poorly trained Captain Fat Sparrow, I'm running a tight ship 25-8, ain't no day or no night shift I want a pretty girl with a mouth just like a vice grip You ain't never seen two fat niggas like this Without And light a candle God give you just enough for you to handle Yo, why the Memphis Bleak uh, shout out, man? Yo, man, I just I wanted to shout out Bleak, man Um you know, Bleak, like, one of the coolest dudes, yes. you know what I'm saying, I met, man. Yes, uh, when we were mixing in uh, Baseline, mixing the Mystery Show in Baseline, mm. he came through one night, and, I mean, he just ended up, he came through to get a cut, and he ended up just staying there, like, all night, and we got to kick it, man. And, and, and from that point, I ended up seeing him out in Germany at a Splash Festival when Jay was headlining. He was with him, and, you know, we was kicking it. And it was just one of those things, man, I just, I just wanted to, you know, because I said the word Bleak, and then I, when I said it, I was just thinking about it. And I was like, man, I'm going to shout out Bleak, man. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was just a real, real, day, you know, A1 dude. So, you know, definitely shout out to Bleak. Now, it's, it's funny, Pete. When I think back, man, Bleak has been one of our best guests, man. That was a great episode with Bleak. He has. And the crazy thing is it seems like it was, you know, it was a while ago. It was a while ago, <laughs> but, but still, yeah. man. So so you saying in this record, man, like there's no role, role models in the, in the in, in, in rap. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers are dress, dressing. Kind of going back to what you were saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's role models. They just don't follow them. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't They don't look at them. And, you know, it's, it's one of them things where it's like, yo, man, it's okay to be yourself, man. Right. You know what I mean? You don't have to be what the next guy doing. You don't have to, you know, do the same thing the other guy doing just to make it. Like, you can be yourself and make it. And have you had these conversations with cats, like, sharing the experience? Definitely. Which is invaluable. And seeing them like, oh, man, whatever. When I... When, it normally happened with younger dudes, you right. know what I'm saying? And this is one thing that I learned, you know, when, when we were really coming up was uh, I got a chance to really, you know, I had a relationship with Bun B, you know right. what I'm saying? And Damn. Bun B used to always tell me, like, his thing was, like, yo, I'm I'm passing this knowledge to you, you know what I'm saying? I want to see y'all win, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm going to give you this game, and that's kind of how the relationship was and I always appreciated that and you he, took heed to what he was definitely, saying definitely because he didn't have to do that what, so, was, he, what was he telling y'all it was example? just you know how to, how to move how to operate you know what I'm saying and, and of the you know be you you know what I'm saying and and so what I try to do is I try to give the gems that I've learned to younger guys you know what I mean like even you know you know it be guys, you know, those guys that made it. And I, and I tell them, like, yo, man, enjoy the ride. Because a lot of people think it's about the, the destination. Mm. It's about the ride. Yes. You know what I mean? That's what you, that's what you remember the most is the journey. It's the journey, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's just one of them things, man, where, you know, I just like giving them gems back, man. Because 
if you're not sharing them gems, then what then what you got them for? Right. Now let me ask you something, man. You 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 come from a, 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 a older generation. Music is changing right now. Yeah. Um, do you find yourself without compromising yourself? I mean, uh-huh. do you find yourself augmenting what your stanzas are to appreciate some of the shit that's out right now? I can appreciate good music, man. Right. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be my lane. Right. I can appreciate it if I think it's dope. Right. You know what I mean? And and that's for me, that's the big it's only two kinds of music. It's dope. And it's whack, right? Like that's it. But but you know that sometimes there's that gray area where I, some shit might be so it's not really, obviously whack that it's like, not really great. Oh, hold with up, me. this is brilliant. Nah, no, it's, have you, but have you found yourself? I don't have the moments. No, ever. I don't have the moments. Okay, it's either like I'm either gonna ride with this shit right, or not, or I'm not. Like, has anything ever changed your mind? Have you heard some shit and you're like, I'm, I can't fuck with this? I ended up having a better appreciation for Nelly. Mm. Like, yes, you know, when he first came out, I remember, I remember like yeah. just when that country grandma came out, I was, I was, uh, I was at home for the summer, um, from college and I was working at, uh, MCI and this kid used to, you know, come pick me up, you know, and, and take me home from work or whatever. And that's all he bought was that damn country grandma. And I was like, oh, this shit is work. Oh, what kind of rapper's name? Uh, Nelly. What, what, what is this shit? What is this singy, <laughs> rappy shit like? Down, down, baby. But after a while, I really began to appreciate the style. Right. It's like, I, 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 cause it ended up becoming a trend. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I really appreciate, I was like, yo, he can, he created a lane of his own. And he's, he's, he's actually writing a song. Exactly. Right. And that's what, that's been part of my, my maturation is I know the difference between, uh, a, a dope rapper in a dope song, right? I know the difference between dope raps in a dope song. Right. And that's been part of my maturation as I got older is I can under I can separate the two now. So you don't have to be a dope rapper to make a dope song. Which is kinda it, it's always been the same, but no I don't think it's ever changed as much as it's changing right now. Right. You so know? so that and that's always been my thing. So if it's if it's a song I like like yo, I love how they got bridges and you know song structure and you know and, and you may not be saying the most out of this world shit you know diabolical raps but the song is phenomenal right. like you got to give props to that yeah. you know what I mean and and that's the thing so that's me man I I, I just I learned to appreciate it you know a lot of people just want to automatically assume oh you know because the type of music he's a backpack guy right. he right. only like this underground no you wrong <laughs> like <laughs> I like all type of shit yeah. so so you know that that's just me I'm just more impressed by dope songs and you know i have my points where my times where i'm like yo it's all about i just want to hear some raw raps but most of the time i want to hear a good song man so what do you think about some of the like the way rap is changing now like when you hear something like a a rich homie kwan and a young thug what do you what do you think of that because it's it's totally different yeah it's definitely totally different um i mean for me man i'm 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 not a Young Thug fan, right. I can I can admit that. Rich Homie Quan, he has his moments with me, you know what I'm saying? But for me it's just like if if the young if you like it, you like it. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not here to argue with you about right. your taste. Uh but for me it's it's all it's all hip hop, rap, whatever you want to categor categorize it as. It's that. It's just this generation's version. Like right. it's not my generation, but I can't discredit it. It's not music for you, but you right. can't discredit. I it. I can't discredit yeah. it. Yeah, that's a. I, I learned that with uh with, with uh Soldier Boy. 
Yeah, it's like, like that's like he, he he changed. It wasn't for us. Yeah, it wasn't somebody, for me. Somebody like it wasn't somebody. for us. And I was like, this is the worst shit. And I remember just saying, ah, oh, fuck him. You know, <laughs> listen, I, I wasn't really known then, so I was more slanderous online. And then one day I saw my kids just really enjoying Soldier Boy, and I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't hate on that. He, nah. You know, they're not listening to Jay. They're not listening to, 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 to niggas that I fucked with. Like, like you know, they they 12 and 13. Let them enjoy that. Let shit. Now, enjoy but now they listen to the Migos with you. But but there's somebody out <laughs> Migos. there. Migos. Migos? Yeah, he listens to the Migos with his kids. Yeah, I love the Migos. They're, they're burning fucking flames <laughs> in the house. But there's somebody out there for everybody today. Definitely. Who are you listening to these days? Um, The funny thing is, man, I don't listen to a lot of music. I'm, right. I'm straight up. Like, I mean, of course, I listen to Kendrick. I listen to uh, J. Cole. I listen to, you know, the the cats that I grew up listening to whenever they put out records, the older cats. Um, you know, listen to Black Milk when he put a record out. Yes. Uh, it, it just depends, man. I'm I'm not, you know, a lot of people be like, have you heard of this guy or that guy? I'd be like, no. Is there anything that you're listening to or have listened to that would surprise your fans? Um, Kenny Rogers. Nah, I didn't listen to Kenny Rogers. Man, I I, I got the first. Uh, I used to bump the first Ashley Simpson record. Uh. <laughs> um, you know I ain't shame. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard the first like two singles. I was like, I gotta have that. Like, right. Uh, so I definitely had that. Man, I listened. To, um, I was a big Big Thomas fan. Um, before mm. Baby got hard. Right. You know, pause. Pause. Um, good pause. Yeah, I caught myself on that one. That was a good pause. Uh, so you know I, I definitely was a Big Thomas fan. Um. What else, man? I mean, it's it's definitely it's probably others, man. Like like I said, I just like good music, man. And, and if you make a good song, you got me hooked. Yeah, my favorite song right now is "The Heart Wants What It Wants" by Selena Gomez. Have you heard that record? Nah, I ain't that's don't. a good. I, I may have heard that record. I just didn't know oh, what I was listening it, to. Oh, internet, y'all gotta listen to that fuck? record. If you hear that record, Pete, you wouldn't be on some what the <laughs> fuck. My daughter Forget about it. is is fifteen years or seven. That's why you're hearing that. And it's a great fucking record. All right, I'll check I, I don't even have to apologize for liking <laughs> Selena Gomez and the heart wants what it wants. She grown now yeah. anyway, man. Yeah, exactly. She's listen, bangable. Listen, hey, she legal? <laughs> is I mean, she? Yeah. I mean, she I don't legal. want to start thinking like she that because I listen to the music with my with my seven year old. All right, forget it. Now, now you fucked my head. Now you're taking it to a different direction. Sorry. Um, last record, okay. last but not least, Kings. Kings featuring Jalen Santoy, Navage, and Loot. Not not Nove. Nove. Yeah. Who are these guys? These are three guys from North Carolina that I personally have a hand in helping to further their career. Um, Nove, he raps first. Uh, he's from well, he lives in Winston. You know, Salem, North Carolina. He's a cat I've been working with. A lot of people may know him from. He actually was in a group called the Allies with okay. uh, Big Remo from okay. Knife Wonders. Right, 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 right. Uh, so I reconnected with him. And then the second person is Jalen Santoy. He's a young kid that live in Charlotte uh, that go to school down there that I'm helping um, helping out a little bit. And then the third kid is named Luke. Um, he's from Charlotte. And that's another one that I have my hands in helping to mold. And so I, I named it Kings because these are three cats who are, they're kings and they need to be heard. And, you know, this was a way to give them a platform bigger than any platform they would have by putting out music by themselves. So I wanted people to get introduced or reintroduced to them and go look for them. Well, let's get into Kings.
I held from freedom hill on my feet. I stand in what used to be felines and Reeboks. Damn, I wouldn't meet you at the weed spot, but we got grams enough. Doc couldn't detox, so need our plan to squeeze off, man, if we not fam. And let them die forever trying to calcify my penile gland. Yeah, they rap like the heat times, but she got fandom who's getting more plate like the east side band, you heard? She like diction, a lot of words. Non-fiction, a bad boy pissed and he fly the bird. Catch 
dinner with Jasmine last night on some catch-up shit. She thinking I done changed and young and grown up quick, so I split. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the God that you gon' have to praise your shoulders. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the God that you gon' have to praise your shoulders. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the God that you gon' have to praise your shoulders. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the God that you gon' have to praise your shoulders. It's that joint that make your head nod. Rest in peace, big pun, that's my terror squad. You don't want me on your songs, it's the fear of God. I remember when they said my verses wasn't hard. Now what's the motive? I'm trying to cop a lotus. Driving around town, wave my hair like the POTUS. Fat boy, larger than life, they all notice. When niggas think you on, they lining up to be your soldiers. But being broke is like waking up with Folgers. Turn the lights on, you watching roaches. Swear I wouldn't change, spend my money on material things. Me and my niggas roll tough like we started a game. Fucked a couple broads once, now they calling a hang. Don't told me let them be if they don't call you by name. Flow seats, Madison Square, just catching the game. When they scared to give you props, they just call you a claim. Fuck that. Well then. Yeah, man. I had some more on there, but Apollo cut it off. Oh, man. yeah? He wanted to end it on the fuck that part. What'd you have on there, man? Uh, fuck that. Uh, shit, I can't even remember now. I, it was something crazy. People used to say raps wasn't hard. Yeah, man. People used to say I sucked, man. Really? I mean, it's still some people who do, but... Really? Yeah, like when when, when Little Brother first, you know, dropped the listening in 03, um, people, you know, were listening, and, and I was the one that got criticized. You know, they loved Knife Beats. They loved Fonte's rhyme style, but it was like, ah, oh, poo, ah, oh, man, we can replace him. Get like, the fuck out of here. And, and so that's something, like, I had to deal with. How'd that make you feel, man? Would it make you feel insecure? Or? Yeah, hell yeah, man. It made you feel fucked up. Like, yo, I pulled my heart. I did my best. Right. You know, my 110%. And did that have you second-guessing yourself? A little. Right. Um, you how, know, do you, how do you pull out of that, man? Because the worst thing you support, do. Support, man. Right. You know, having, you know, like, man, I, I, I say I say his name a lot. And I and I say it for a reason, man. Big Doe, that's my manager. But more than that, he's like one of my best friends. He's like my big brother. Right. But. He believed, I saw how he believed in me more than I believed in myself. Well, isn't that great to have, man? Man, that's the best shit in the world, man. It's for people to see something in you that, that you, you can't even see. see. Right. And so he used to always push me. He was like, yo, man, fuck that. Like, yo, show him you working. Show him you nice. I believe in you. I think, you know, all you need to do is just keep working. So what that ended up doing for me, not just him pushing me, but the criticism I was getting early it made me an extremely hard worker. Right. And it made now. So now I'm one of them people who I never feel like the best I just gave is my best. So, right. like, I get to a point, like, I do a project. So if I didn't have to learn these lyrics for shows, I would just listen to it and I would hear things I could have done better. And then that's my goal for the next project. Right. To do better. To do better. I have to do better. Right. And that's what it pushed me. So thank you, people. Yeah. Criticize me. Yeah. Now it's just entertainment, but then it meant something. So you give props to Big Pun. You saying this is your new terror squad? Definitely, this, this man. This is your terror squad. Definitely. That was my. You know, a lot of people don't. Everybody recognize Big. Right. A lot of people don't recognize Pun. Mm. And you know, Pun was awesome. Like he was. He was so phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like his style was crazy. He brought out the best in Fat Joe. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it's like. That Twins record. That Twins record. I, I heard it the other night. Man. Shit is still crazy. Right. So it's like, for me, it was just me 
giving and not it, it, not only was it a good bar but it was just me giving props to somebody who I feel I know people don't underrate him but they don't acknowledge pun enough right and that was me acknowledging pun that's hot man so listen man this 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 project are you, are you happy with this project hell yeah man I'm I'm this project accomplished a few things for me it it brought some of the fans back who may have been clamoring for this me uh then like it, like me yeah and, and then it bought something out of me you know just me wanting to you know have a more worldly view as far as my content was concerned and to present something deeper than something more layered than just my story right so it, it helped with that as well and and it was just a, i mean I, I feel good about this project man. i mean it's still relatively new but the the reviews are good i haven't yeah. seen a bad review yeah. at all yeah, so I mean, congratulations on that. Thank you, man. I, it came at the right time, man. You know, like you say with the D'Angelo, the Kendrick, the J. Cole, like it came at the right time. Now, now definitely thank you for this, man. And, thank and you. I, I really hope this does what you wanted to do. And, and like internets, I, I mean, you heard the record. We, I mean, the only thing we didn't play is the two remixes. You right, heard right. it. We, we didn't hold back. Fuck with this. Support this, man. It's not, we complain so much about how we don't get substan- substantive music. This is it right here. That's so it, man. so don't, don't fuck around and, and, and go and cop on the next shit. Cop this, man. Let me talk a couple more questions because I know y'all got to go. We've kept you here for a long time, man. Um, tell me about this podcast, man, that you that you have right now, man. Yeah, man. Um, I, I need to get back on it, but uh, it's, it's called Pooh on Sports. Um, yes. It's me and and my brother Poe. Uh, we basically just get on there and talk talk sports, man. Like, you know, we not professionals. The he played Division three basketball, but mm. for the most part, like I, it was a bas- I was doing basketball, but. I'm changing the format back to an all sports format because I, I, you know, I enjoy all sports. So. I didn't know you were such a big sports fan, man. Man, I'm a sports fanatic. I'm, okay. I'm more sports than I am music. Did you, really? Did you, did you play well growing up? Nah, man. Like I, I nothing. I do. I didn't really do anything, man. Like what? not even hockey sack. Nah, man. Come like on. I mean, I played a little bit of football. I, I wrestled for a little bit. You know, I tried to play basketball. I wasn't tall or fast enough, but. So, you know, I, I did them things, but that was it. But I've always loved it, though. Like, it it, it, it never left. Well, I'm impressed that that, that you guys have the, the show on on, uh, on on iTunes. Yeah. Um, you guys yeah. are 10 episodes in. I'm going to tell you, though, I'm a, the hardest thing, but the most important thing about podcasting is you got to do it weekly. Yes, yeah, consistency. You, you got to do Trust it weekly. Me. I kick myself every week like, ah, I didn't do it. Right. But so now I'm, I, I got to... You know, I'm about to have a way so even when I'm on the road, I can still do the podcast right. just so I can have. I don't care if it's for 30 minutes. It's, it, it doesn't matter. Just I mean, something. Let me tell you something, man. Like the, the biggest thing I kick myself in the head with every week is like, damn, this wasn't good enough. You know, and then right. we put it out and I see how people receive it. And I, and you just got to put it out, man. Definitely, definitely. Even if you think it's your worst, just put it out, man, because you're, that's how you grow your audience. See, my problem is it me questioning the material my problem is actually doing the material right so especially now like a lot of things ended up intersecting at one time for me and you know like the, this record coming out and a whole bunch of stuff so i wasn't ready to juggle everything right and you know for for the last few records i put out i didn't have to do press runs you know nobody was asking me to come to shit so now it's like oh we need you so it's like oh okay i gotta wait on that but i'm, I'm definitely gonna get back into it man because it's it's something you know, I don't even think about the money side of it or any of it because I'm not making any money off, but it's fun it is, for me man. to do. And you know what? Even though you say you're a private person, 
one thing I do appreciate about the podcast um, platform is it, it it allows you to really be intimate definitely with your audience man you and you can really show them a side that they really didn't know was you definitely. what i like about your show man is you rem- i'm not a sports fan like that okay. i mean i want i'm a hype beast in terms of like if some some shit is hot i'll enjoy it <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll admit that right but one of the one of my favorite uh uh sports shows of all time was the morning jones with, with beaumont yes yes and this show kind of channels that is that intentionally or nah it's you know it's, it's just one of them things i look at it like it's a lot of people out there like yourself who they don't dive deep into right. sports like right. I do. So we don't come from that. We don't try to throw out a whole bunch of numbers at you. Stats and stats and we not stats. Yeah, th- but we just talk. What we do is we take, you know, the the biggest topics that we want to talk about, and then we just talk about them from. A, it's like being in a barbershop, right. like you and your man at the crib, kicking it, and that's the kind of the angle we try to come at, and that makes it so people who novices, you know. uh, People who who sports junkies, even it's been athletes who's listened to it and they, yo, this shit's crazy. Y'all funny. Like, because they know it's like, it's because I I know because I know how people talk about music. Right. right? And they don't do music. Right. So I have that in my brain when I go to talk about sports. Like, you do know you're criticizing something you can't do. So I don't try to criticize the player, you know, intentionally, but. It's still like, yo, would you trade, you know, uh, Magic Johnson for Michael Jordan in their prime? Shit like that. That's what everybody argue about. Would you? No. Why not? Man, Mike, even even before Mike had six rings, right. Mike still was the man. Like, right. it's it's all about how you want to build your team. Right. And I would have wanted Michael Jordan. Like, I, I, I needed Mike. So, yeah, but- so what's the biggest thing going on right now in, in, in the NBA? In the NBA, yeah. um, the biggest thing right now was probably the uh, Cle- it's Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers, man. Anything with LeBron name on it is big. You, you think they're gonna do it this year? No, <laughs> nah. But th- this this is the interesting thing. This is what makes them so interesting, right? You have the dynamic of, of course, LeBron being back in Cleveland. Then you have the dynamic of LeBron and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving yeah. learning how to play. Well, Kyrie learning how to play with LeBron. Right. Then you have the dynamic of Kevin Love who's the outsider. Mm-hmm. And I knew that was going to happen because he's always been the number one option. Now he's the number four option because J.R. Smith came on the mm-hmm. team. And you know he's he played shoot. a whole lot better than he, when he was here with the Cause, Knicks. Because it's not dysfunctional. He right. brought the weed over from New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely brought that. <laughs> so so it's one of them things. It's, it's, a, it's like a soap opera, man. It's like watching them, you know, how – Kevin Love is so it's the offsetting dr- the, the drama of the it. The drama. Is, it, 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 and they're kicking people ass, too. Yeah. <laughs> so you have all of that rolling at one time for this particular team, and, and it makes them, you, you got to watch. Now, are you guys independent? Yeah, we're independent. No, we, sh- we should talk, man. Definitely, I mean, the, the definitely. Loudspeakers is really on this expansion movement, man. man and, and, I, I would love and to. And your show sounds really great, but we'll talk about yeah, that definitely, definitely. off air. Last thing, man. So rumors are you working with Dr. Dre? <laughs> Man, um, I had the pleasure, man, and and I was I felt so blessed, man. I had the pleasure of going out there and and, and writing, doing some writing, and uh, for detox, for whatever he's working right. on. I, <laughs> I don't know. So I I I just had to. It was like, yo, come out here. When was this? Um, this was before the holidays. Okay, it was like you know, come out here. Uh, shout out to my man. How, Ty, do, you, how, Ty do, you get a, how do you get a call from Dr. Dre? I didn't get one from Dre, right? But um, Taheem Cannon, who's the Anard Aftermath, used to co-manage me okay. before he started um, 
A&R over there right. and then uh, the producer Focus yes you know that's like a big Focus, brother Focus what up Focus he's yeah, a Fo- good dude man. Focus went back over there and that's like you know my big brother right. So, you know, they all they always told me, like, yo, you come out here, you good. You right. always good. So Ty was like, yo, man, uh, won't you come out here and try to write something? I think you could do something. So I was like, shit, okay. Did they fly you out there? You had to pay your own ticket? I paid my own ticket. Okay. Flew out there. It was a week. Dre actually was in the studio. Like, my first time in the studio, and Dre was in there. So I went there one day. He wasn't there. Worked on the record. Um so the next day I came in, Ty had already told me, he was like, yo, I let Dre hit the record. He said he liked what you did, but, you know, that's not the direction he wanted to go sound-wise. So I was like, all right, cool. So then I ended up meeting Dre. Right. And he was like, yo, I'm introducing myself. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you 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 wrote that record that Ty let me hear. I was like, yeah. He said, yo, yeah, you got some shit with you. Uh, um, I need that, that beat wasn't it, though. So I was like, all right, cool. So now, now, are you are you starstruck or I mean I mean listen a little bit you're an entertainer bit. you've met a lot of people this but, is fucking but it's Dre. Dre right so I'm I'm a little bit I'm like oh shit I'm talking to Dre like regular <laughs> so you know we so I, I go he go into the A room and Dre plays beat like it's nothing but fucking speakers in the A room he got the beat on a hundred and he playing this one beat and and. They, he told me and Ty told me he's like yo man we, they done had like three people write to this record and it's nothing Dre wanted so no pressure but no pressure so but this, they, we don't like shit on this record yet nothing we right, got right, right. so it's like yo so I'm, I go into the A room now mind you Dre's in there his engineer's in there Marsha Ambrosius is in the room wow. cause he want her to do right, something right, on the right, hook right. so we in there and Dre he's he's humming the cadence you know he's he's scatting the cadence like yeah I wanted to sound like something like that and so I'm I'm just peeping and I'm like okay okay so I'm just sitting there going through things in my head and he looks at me and he just motions like you writing and I was like what he's like you writing I was like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you writing I was like yeah 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 he's like he's like oh shit let me hear what you got I was like hold up nigga I just started hold on hold on he's like all right well come and get me when you got something and nah this was the most this was the most phenomenal and humbling experience in my rap life i tell you no lie so i write this verse are you lighting up right now too man? yo i love telling this story man like and and and, and people gonna wonder why i love telling this story but i'm, I'm gonna get to that but I, I so i write this verse i'm like all right dre already like kind of like what i do so i'm gonna write this verse and i write it and marsha do the hook on it and we and we got this song and everybody's coming in the studio like woo yeah yeah they loving it so i go get dre he in a little meeting i go yo dre uh uh got the verse ready he's all right i'll be in there so he comes in the room silence falls over the room he tell is there play the record he sit at the board with his back to me turns that shit up plays it let it run turn around play it again play it play it again play it so then he can't see me. So he asked how, like, yo, where your man at? He was like, yo, he back there. So he turned, like, how to look over his shoulder to make sure I'm there. And then he turns the music down. Yeah. I ain't really feeling this. And it turns that shit back up. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> like, but I don't move. Right. Like, I just stay there. And I think he was kind of testing me to see after he told me. He wasn't feeling something I did like to see what was my reaction going to be. Was I going to cower and leave right, right, or right. was I going to fuck you, Dre? Yeah, or you don't do beats him. no more. And, and all I did, I was just like, <laughs> all right, all right, pull up something. You want me to go back in on this or pull up something else? And and what I learned then was like I learned a lot about song making during that week I was out there. Wow. 
But what I learned, you've been making songs for a long time, for a long time, but you never stop learning. Right. But what I learned was, I was like, yo, what you think is your best isn't your best. Mm. You got more in you. So I kid you not, like I came in there the next day because I had a goal. I had a goal. I I, I told uh, Doe, I was like, yo, every night I come in here, if Dre's in here, I'm not leaving till Dre leave. Right. I don't give a fuck if I ain't doing nothing. I'm not going to sleep and I'm not leaving till he leave. And and I made that my mission every night he was there. So the next night he, he came in for a short, but he left. I had Focus Q up a beat, and I probably wrote one of the hardest fucking raps I feel I could have wrote in my life. And he didn't end up taking it because he didn't like the beat, but I, it just pushed me, and it made me to think more. And I was like, I learned. So while I may not have placed anything with him writing, I learned so many valuable lessons about songwriting and about myself by just being in there for that week that it was crazy. But what that experience allowed me to do was – this young kid that I worked with out of Raleigh named King Mez, I Mez. ended up I ended up getting him in there mm. and he hasn't left. Wow. And so that's what my my work and Your my name my contribution, my name and my credit, I like to call it, got him in the building. I've been hearing a lot of things about Mez and, too. And, man. and all he had I told him I said, all you gotta do ahead all you gotta do when you go in here is do you to the best of your ability. Yep. And he has been in there for months. That's crazy. Did you hear a lot of crazy shit, man? Hell yeah. Yeah. You you I mean he's just stockpiling shit. Man, I'm hearing records like the record could come out. That I, I was hearing records he had. I was hearing records other artists had. And I'm hearing stuff. He's like, yeah, but I just did this to do. And I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, cause, cause that's the thing about Dre, man. Like, Dre likes to get feedback of people in there. Right. So he has no fear of playing things for you. Right. So he's he'll play these things and he'll play them repeatedly. And I notice one thing he does when he plays it, he'll start looking around the room. You know, that first time it come on, everybody's going to nod their head. You can't help. It's loud as shit. But he'll play it like three and four times just to see who's still nodding their head. Mm. And then he'll come up and ask you randomly, like, yo, what you think of the joints? And he caught me off guard one time. He's like, yo, what you think? And I was like, huh? oh, yeah, yeah, the joints. Yeah, man, yeah, nah, nah. I think they, you know, they don't because it sound like you. So I had to give him. And he sat there and really intensively listened. Like, right. what, what do you have to say? And I want to know if you're going to go deeper and then just say, yeah, that shit was hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I so he's know. looking for the, critis- the, 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 the constructive criticism. criticism. Right. Man, and, and I ended up meeting DOC. Wow. Ended up meeting Brian Morgan, who, uh, you know, did all the SWV mm. hits. DJ Khalil came in right. there. Uh, fucking um, Tyrese came in there one night. F. It wasn't that Gray night. Was it wasn't. I was in there that night. You was in the, the billionaire night? I was in there, bruh. Because, I, yo, I was in there. That shit looks so turnt. It was very turnt. That's the night I was in there trying to write that record. He told me he <laughs> wouldn't feel it. Yeah. It wouldn't even. Oh, that's the night. The atmosphere wouldn't even conducive for right, working. Right, right, because he, he just became a billionaire. And, he and, was and, looking and, for a billion and, dollar and, and verse. Tyrese yeah. started fucking crib. So you saw Tyrese crib walking? Yeah, he was looking for a billion dollar <laughs> verse from a from a dollar nair rapper. Like, <laughs> but it was, it was crazy. The energy in there was crazy yeah. that night, man. It was like, yo, this is like, I was on something like TMZ emailed me, man. Like 
I don't even, they got my email off of Twitter, my business email, email me like, yeah, this is TMZ. We want to ask you. I'm like, hell no. Nah, nah, I'm, not, I'm not, not fucking with this right here. <laughs> Y'all about to get me uh, standing outside the <laughs> yo. Yo, does Dre, does Dre have like, uh, you know, because over the years I've heard from not only people I know, writers or artists and friends that I know, but Dre just like flies people out or has them write. Like, if, what does he have, like an incubator of like everybody? If, that if, he, if, he, if he really, 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 really hears something, like whether it's a piece of something or whatever, he'll bring you back out. A lot of people who end up coming there, I mean, obviously it's people he, you know, knows of or whatever, and he'll fly them out. But it's a lot of people who do come in there off of, you know, they'll just have that link to get in there. And then it's on you and your talents on whether you can come back because he'll ask for you back if he's really right. feeling something you're doing. And he'd be like, yo, he'll talk to whoever got him in there be like, yo, such and such uh can we get them back and so that's his thing you know what i'm saying so for me like i said for me you know i, I think i got caught in a period where he was really trying to figure out what he was doing right and so you know i was getting records that uh i was I was getting records that you know i, I know if he got something coming out it's not gonna be on right, right. there's no fucking way in the world yeah but like I said, it was about the experience, man. And, of course. And, and not everybody gets a, a, an opportunity to, to, to work. The crazy thing is, and I and I always say this, the crazy thing is, it was one time I came in there. This was like like months after that time. So I came in, and I know Dre's not going to really remember me. You know what I'm saying? So I come in the studio, and Marsha's in there again. Bishop Lamont is actually in there. And it's all these people, these young uh, Mike and Keys, their producers and different things. And everybody knows who I am. So when they see me come through the door, they, oh, shit, Pooh, what's up? You know, come over. And he's looking at me like, should I know this person? Uh, so he just come over, yo, it's good. You know, I'm looking at it like, dude, you know I met you <laughs> a few times. Like, but it, it was it, it was weird, like, being in that position where I come in his studio and everybody turns and looks. And gives you love. Gives me love. And he's looking like, should I know who this nigga right, is? Right, like, right, right, right. But, it, like, man, phenomenal experience. Nah, man, man. very good. Phenomenal. Very good. Pound, pound for pound, man, my, my favorite. Hip hop producer of all time, man. You know, no, no shots to anybody else, but yo, he's pound for pound, he's man. One of the, one of the greatest to ever. I mean, do it, I man. mean, and I, I've talked about this. I don't want to meander. I know you got to go, man, but man, but if good, you think man. about it, man, how many producers have you have producers that drop dope projects, right? But how many times have you seen a producer change the game so repeatedly, yeah. from N.W.A. Right. to the Chronic? To Snoop, right. to Tupac, right. to Eminem, to Fifty Cent. Yo, he to, just, I mean, you know, even with Kendrick. Kept you know coming. what I'm saying? You know, it's it's crazy, man. But listen, you've been a great guest, man. Thank you, and, man. And, and I'm really Thank glad you. you finally had an opportunity to be here, man. Tell the audience what words words paint pictures mean, man. Words paint pictures means it means that the words we say ultimately paints a picture of whether it's a person a place, a situation. So for me, for this record, it's me painting pictures with my words. It's art. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, it's me telling stories. So if you really, if you was to take this record and you was to sit in the house and sit back on your couch and lean back and just play the record and close your eyes, you can visualize everything I'm saying on this record from track one to track nine. You can visualize everything I'm saying on this record. And that's why I called it words, paint pictures, because that's, what we do is we paint pictures. 
Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Internet, there you have it. Rapper Big Pooh, Words Paint Pictures, please support this record. Now, I really hope this record does well. And, and, and I, I really mean this, man. Whenever you, you're in town, if we got the spot, you, this is always an open door Thank for you. you. Man. I appreciate Even if we're booked, come in and be a, a, a guest host with us, man. No for doubt, real. man. I, appreciate I, I, really, it. I really mean that, man. And the best to you. Thank you, man. Oh, oh and, and, and definitely check 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 out my podcast, man. Yes, man. no, no. Pooh on Sports and Let's Be Honest, though, man. We, we got to check that what, out. What, what, what inspired you to podcast, man? Uh, what inspired it? What What inspired you to podcast? Oh, uh, just wanting to really show people that other side of yes. me, like and 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 really being able to do it how I want to do it, and this is the best way. Like I always dreamed of being on Sports Center, but I didn't want to be on Sports Center. It's right. too formal. And and what what really my show? I try to make my show like uh, the best damn sports show. Yes. They used to come on Fox where it was like, and I see that, and I and I definitely hear that. Yeah, so that's that's what I tried to do, man. And and you know, so it's fun, man. It's a release. It's show that other there's side no of pressure. you. There's no pressure. And, and you know what? Enjoy it when there's no pressure. I, I still don't feel pressure, but there's a it's little bit pressure. there's a little it's, bit it's, more pressure yeah. now than there was five years ago when Definitely. we were just fucking around with five five listeners, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. But enjoy it, man. And, and once again, man, the best to you, and thank you thank for coming you, man. through. Thank you, Pete, another episode, man. Listen, another one. We took that one week off, but listen, now we're back with action. Pooh, I guess I've been a fan of your work before, fan of your work still. I just love your, you. I love your whole pay it forward attitude, man. So I wish you nothing but a success. Thank you, man. man. I appreciate it, man. This has been fun, man. Now, thank you. I've been man. looking forward to this, now, man. Thank you, man. And it was really worth it. Internets, you know what it is. Dream those dreams and then man up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Wow. Nice. This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menner, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Network's production.